Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Robin Akiva need a podcast. And they need your help. Can you make it onto the wheel? Robin Akiva need a podcast. Yes, that's right. Robin Akiva need a podcast episode number 132 fans. And here we are ready to talk about high school musical. And now here's a man who could uh, teach Zach Efron a thing or two about having a wet jumper. Here he is. Akiva Threnaker. That's right. That's a nice callback. I thought I would be the playmaker. The, the playmaker. playmaker. Yeah, because that's a position in basketball, the playmaker. Yeah. Everyone knows about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the playmaker of podcasting. All right, I don't know if that's going to... Think, I think the lads from Long Island will catch on before the playmaker of podcasting. <laughs> the flat, I, uh, the, I like the playmaker of podcasting. That's not bad. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember the ESPN show Playmakers? Of course. Yeah, we've talked about season? this a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. So, play, uh, I'm sorry we're reusing our playmakers bits. Yeah, we should put that onto uh, some sort of, uh, I don't know if it's the the wheel or the crappy movie diaper or what, but we should do maybe the, the rise and fall of playmakers, maybe more of a 32 fans idea. Yeah, I would do that. I would put that on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, might might be a low, low listenership week, but it would be fun. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they got right, what they got wrong uh, as we uh, look back to a uh, 16-year-old, whatever, uh, longer than Long that. Long since yeah. forgotten ESPN original, original series. Television yeah. series. People wouldn't believe that it was real if you told them about it. Anyway. What was the what was the what if I told they, did, you? they had two yeah. series? Uh, the the other one? one? Uh, it was about poker, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the, the name of it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it wasn't Rounders. It was like, yeah, it was like Rounders, Shit. the TV show. Anyway, so here we are to talk about uh, a TV movie, High School Musical, highly anticipated, been on the wheel for a little bit, episode number 132, coming on the heels of episode 131, Project Greenlight. Akiva, did we get any feedback uh, about what the listeners want to hear us uh, work on greenlighting? Uh, Yeah, we'll get to that in the mailbag. Okay. All right. That'll be coming up. Uh, in the mailbag of episode number 132. But let's bring in our panel here to uh, talk about High School Musical. Uh, we are all in this together. And this idea, this man got the ball rolling on uh, this uh, way back when. It was during the, uh, it was the Among Us mailbag, if I recall. And then uh, he popped in at the end to say, I've got an idea. I want to pitch 
I believe he called it. Uh, Rob Nakiva are in the, all in this together. Uh, it's a high school musical. Uh, the original movie. Watch here is uh, from the uh, Brazilian uh, Dragon podcast, among many others. Uh, here's the great Felipe Shimon. Hello. Yes, I was assigned detention, and I decided to skip because I want to catch those kindergarten feelings all over again and talk with you. Yes. Okay. About this iconic movie. Well, I thank you for taking a break from your arts and crafts at detention to join us. Uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Okay. And now a man who is uh, no stranger to Robin Community Podcast or uh, people singing on television. Of course, he is uh, a co-host of uh, the Choir Room, uh, a Glee rewatch podcast. Here is uh, Matt Ligori, a.k.a. Spongebob Matt. Yay! Yes, I cannot believe this is happening. Felipe, all the credit in the world to you for getting this ball rolling. Uh, truly, I, I imagine uh, 10 different ways that I could have ever proposed this to Akiva in his DMs. Not a single one of them mm-hmm. ever would have worked out. So um, you I appreciate get him on the spot. you, Felipe, yeah, for, for getting this going. Uh, I never would have imagined we, we would end up here, but uh, this is awesome. Akiva, look at us. Yeah, Rob, I think the key is to bully us in person. I think we're, 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 yeah, put us on the spot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I know that if Um, I, if I had ever decided to say, hey, Akiva, like high school musical, what do you think about that? You'd be like, oh, Rob would never go for that. He would never want to do it, (laughs) which might be true, but Mm -hmm. still. Yeah. Okay. I do say that sometimes, but it's, it's never like a lie. mm -hmm. I know. Um, well, let's digress for a moment because I, I feel like a, a disclaimer is necessary up top here. All right, so I want I want to mm-hmm. just uh, have a little chat with the listeners. Everybody, okay, pretend I'm your dad slash coach here for a minute. All right, uh, everybody, take a knee, bring it in. Uh, we're gonna talk for a second. All right, Akiva and I are gonna talk about the 2006 film High School Musical. This is a podcast where we talk about things. And often, we have a little fun talking about what we're discussing. Uh, fair or unfair, Akiva? No, we have fun. That's, that's We have fair. fun. Lots of fun is had. This mm-hmm. show, Akiva, last week called it a comedy podcast. Is that? Uh, do we hit the mark every week? No. But that's the goal, right? Yeah, this is a step. Like, it's it probably in the comedy. It's not a TV and film podcast. probably in the comedy section of the yeah, it's iTunes a TV library, film. It's TV and film. TV and film. Uh, but really, it, like, yeah, you could go either crosses way. Crosses genres at times. So, mm-hmm. ideally, yeah. we like to say, like, oh, let's uh, l- l- see what was going on here and have a little fun talking about it, okay? Um, this is not a podcast to talk about uh, things that we love. In fact, we t- say sometimes things are too beloved. Uh, we can't even talk about them because... People will be upset. They're too, they're too beloved. Uh, we're taking a chance here today talking about the high school musical. Is that fair to say, Akiva? We're, I mean, do, are you that nervous? Like, what's the fan base we've riled up the most in 132 episodes? I'd rather not say. I'd rather not <laughs> okay, uh, open, open old wounds. But Okay, fine. But that, let's say the Boreanaz people, because they don't listen. Yeah, that we, being we said, like, we're, gonna, we're taking a chance. We're talking mm-hmm. about something that is outside of our wheelhouse. Uh, we might poke some fun. At something from this 15-year-old movie, and we're hoping the audience is going to be able to roll with the punches. If this movie was important to you, 
uh, I'm speaking to both uh, Felipe and Matt or the listeners. And for whatever reason, you feel like that you will not be able to handle anything that is uh, potentially critical about this film, then I would say that this podcast may not be for you. So you think there's going to be punches thrown? You said we're not, not punches, punches, not punches. But if, if, if you are so uh, that if, if you cannot hear a crossword about this film, I, I'm just turn off the podcast. This is incredible. I love this. Right. I, you think he has a lot of crosswords ready to come? I'm now. I'm now. I'm. Now I'm I just want to say, look. like, look. If, if and frankly, if if Akiva and I watched this movie and said, "Oh my God, High School Musical! How did I wait 15 years to see this? This is the yeah. greatest thing I've ever seen." Already as, watched two and three. As a as, as a man uh, and a, a grown ass man who mm-hmm. pushing 50, that would be weird, yeah. wouldn't it, Akiva? Uh, I don't want to say that, but yeah. It would be, it would, how about this? It would be unexpected. That's for sure. It would be unexpected. And frankly, it would be off-putting, I think. <laughs> off-putting? <laughs> no? No? Um, yes. Like if we were on a, a dating app, I, you know, we are the, some amalgamation of me and Rob. We're a mm-hmm. 39-year-old single man. And, and uh, a lady says, hey, uh, what's your favorite movie? And we're like, well, uh, High School Musical 1. I watch yeah. it, you know, every month to get pumped up. So. Basically, what I'm saying is, if this movie is important to you, you love this movie, I, I am glad for you, but you do, do not need to drag me, or especially Akiva, he doesn't, he really doesn't like that, just if we didn't, if it's not as a, a life-changing or as important to us as it was to you. Fair? Is that is it fair? Uh, can I, can this is like a five-minute content warning at this yeah. point, it's great. J- yes. May I say something to the listeners? Yes. Y'all be chill because if we want more of these, let's have fun. Millennial or Gen Z items on the wheel, then we need to be chill and respect the safe space of the wheel. So I told you this. So then don't come in my mentions and be like, "Well, why did you talk bad about my movie? I love this movie, and you're old, and and you didn't, and you just don't get it." Like, yeah, I know. I'm telling you this up front. No need Mm -hmm. to reset it. Yeah, I mean, literally, this is why Felipe and I are here, right? Like, we are representing all of you mm-hmm. out there that that beloved that this movie is so beloved for. Uh, that is why we are here for that perspective to gush and 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 rave over it this entire. However, but also long let's have today. fun. You know, let's not yeah. like this isn't like necessarily like a uh, you know uh, the th- throw uh, all the bouquets to uh, High School Musical, the greatest movie of all time. There are flaws, it, but it. It, like every Disney Channel original movie, there are things to poke fun at. Okay, and we will, who I've, love it, will be the first to say so. I, I've made my point. If you are going to uh, push the envelope on this, uh, look, uh, you, you were warned, okay? <laughs> Am I coming in too hot, Akiva? That being, if Rob like ended that, with that being said, this is the best thing we've ever watched on our nap. Mm-hmm. That would be an all-time moment. That would be in the best of this year. All right, everybody <laughs> hands this in. is my favorite movie yeah. I've ever seen. Okay. All right, 2006, uh, High School Musical. Did people know this was going to be a phenomenon before it came on, or did it, was there like a groundswell? Hmm. Well, according to the articles that I read, they did our oral history back in January or February in honor of the 15th year anniversary. Yeah. And while they didn't know for certain, there was a lot of buzz from the Disney Channel yeah. executives about this movie. They put a lot of funding into it compared to other. Yeah, Disney they know Channel how to promote movies. Um, and then 
this led into High School Musical 2, which is the number one thing that has ever been watched yeah. on Disney Channel. Uh, Akiva, how many viewers were there on premiere night alone? Well, I think that'll answer our question. If it's like two, then this no. exploded afterwards. Because I'm sure the Disney Channel repeated this a thousand times in the yeah. next few months. And my experience, and I've never seen a, a frame of this movie before, really, is that I have siblings who are a little younger than Matt and uh, maybe about Felipe's age. And um, and my sister watched this movie like every minute in 2006. Mm-hmm. So like I'm familiar with it, even though I don't I didn't know the plot or yeah. the song or anything like that. But I remember it exploding immediately. I'm going to say four and a half million viewers for the first seven point seven million viewers on the That's premiere. That's an insane number for for an IP that didn't exist beforehand. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they must have known that I, I can't I don't think like they went in thinking like, oh, this ha- this is going to be a huge hit because maybe every movie that's ever made they do. But like they like like Man Fleabury saying they must have known something mm-hmm. clicked where they're like, oh, this is going to explode. Yeah. And the, yeah. And the, the PR machine must have really worked to get people who hadn't seen it. Because none of these was anyone a, even like a mildly big star heading into this movie. Ashley Tisdale, I believe Sweet Life was on at this point. And mm-hmm. Corbin Blue was like in the Disney Channel realm, but he wasn't in yeah, the Disney like, Right, they, realm right. they're afterwards. not like the titular star of any of their shows. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Akiva, uh, what's your uh, familiarity with the high school musical from uh, coming into this? Right. So I, I'm like, I've been in the room while it's been on many times and, and like the soundtrack. And I think my kids, my girls even have like mm-hmm. the book of it. But I, I did not know that oh, the, the original plot... novelization. Yeah, well, the, I think it's it was one of based those, on. The, yes, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think that I, I think the I like I didn't know there was basketball in it, so I, I didn't not, know. I never saw a second of this, and I knew there was mm-hmm. basketball in this. I so I, I did not know the plot at all. I knew Zac Efron was involved. I knew um, I, I knew that uh, what's her nose uh, Vanessa Hudgens was there here. I did. I What's thought there nose? was like even more. I, I thought there was even more people I'd heard of, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, 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 and maybe they come in two and three. I don't know. No spoilers. Perhaps. Do not spoil two and three. Yeah. For us. I think The Rock joins the cast in uh, High School Musical too. Is it The Rock or is it Shaq? <laughs> I think it's both. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so all right, High School Musical, uh, two thousand six. I watched this for the first time ever yesterday. My, my first takeaway was an hour into this movie. I said, oh, it's Greece. Mm. So, yeah, uh, I, I ended up watching it with a couple friends last night, Chappelle included. Specifically, he was one person who also, you know, around my age, around Felipe's, like, who has not seen this before. So uh, it's not just, you know, anybody above our age that hasn't seen it. There are other people in the, in the world that have not seen High School Musical. They exist. Um, I bet there's I also think- people younger than you now that haven't seen it. Probably. I, I mean, I think they're probably seeing a lot of uh, content from this or the actors, yeah. uh, the, uh, TikTok. It's, mm-hmm. it's, they are there. Um, I don't remember if it was Felipe, uh, not Felipe, I'm sorry, uh, if it was Chappelle or if it was Amon. Somebody made a comment saying uh, about Greece. Yeah, if, if, if Greece was that for the generation before us, uh, if this is High School Musical for, if, you know, if that's what High School Musical is for us, uh, I guess it makes sense. I feel like having seen both, um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm super biased. I definitely am. High School yeah. Musical, I feel like, is an entirely different species. It turned into well, uh, three movies and, and beyond. So then I so I said, is this an original thought? Or is this like a super old, tired take? High School Musical is Greece. So I typed in 
High School Musical is Grease into Google. <laughs> and according to Pop Buzz, 27 wild facts about the High School Musical uh, movies uh, that will blow your mind. So that High School Musical was started as a script for Grease 3. Wow. There's wow. a Grease 2. Um, our minds are blown. <laughs> there Pop is a Grease 2. Our mind. Yeah. Well, you learn something new every Just day. like it's that. Not good, Matt. Uh, what, what, what was it? Uh, uh, tw- was it uh, Fifty Shades of Grey started Twilight? as Twilight fan fiction? Yes. Yep. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, High School Musical was supposed to be Grease 3, starring Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. Oh, hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. That would have been maybe the greatest movie ever made. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the project was shelved Not in 2004 and then got brought out, dusted off. Uh, here we go. It's High School Musical. I mean, okay. this just goes to show you that there are no original stories. There's like that joke that there's only 19 original stories. One is the Bible and 18 are Shakespeare stories. Oh. So. I don't know. Put that. them all on the wheel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Akiva, who would win uh, yes. one-on-one basketball? Justin Timberlake or uh, Zach Efron? I think I think Timberlake. Uh, how tall is Zac Efron? Do you guys know? Not very. Yeah, I, I want to say like 5'10". Yeah. yeah, one of the flaws in this film, perhaps one of the only ones, is five Zac eight. Efron at He's no five eight, point Akiva. Yeah, at no point is believable as, as like a basketball okay. star. Well, okay, hold on. Is he more believable as a basketball star or as a singer? Oh, definitely as a singer. Well, oh, see, I believe him more yeah. as a basketball star. <laughs> But see, that's the thing. Okay, so should we just get right into this? Because I feel yeah. like I don't know how much research you guys uh, were doing into the movie. Do you know about Zac Efron's singing role in this movie? No. I, I, I read it, right? That he he has a different uh, tone. Like, what, what do you call it? Yeah, he's a baritone. Tenor. And uh, the role was written for a tenor originally. And so then we're going to blow yeah. Rob's mind right now. But that you're saying yeah, it, it, uh, is him singing in the movie? It is mostly not Zac Efron singing. Oh. Drew Seeley, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, like it seems like, oh, this is like a, a terrible lip sync. I thought you were going to blow my mind and tell me it actually is him singing. No, no. Oh, okay. Okay. There we go. So, no, it is not. Like, uh, like Akiva just mentioned, Drew Seeley is uh, the man behind the voice for the majority of the vocals uh, from Troy Bolton here in this movie. Yeah. Obviously, or not obviously, <laughs> for you guys. Um, in the next two movies, Zac Efron does take back control of singing for the character, Um, which makes a lot of sense because, I mean, personally speaking, we're not going to get too deep into those two movies, uh, at least not today. Um, But the songs from those two movies contain some of my favorites of the, of the whole franchise. Um, And many of them have, Zac Efron singing in them. He's, he's mm-hmm. the star of a lot of those hit songs uh, in, in the later two movies. So uh, once they finally gave him the mic, you know, they, they got some magic. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear some uh, Zac Efron uh, headlines from just the last three days? Zac Efron uh, continues to move the needle on the clickbait, Akiva. Yeah, I wa- I'm, I'm an Efron guy. I'd okay. like to hear it. Here, let me just give you a bunch. Um, okay. Uh, this is from Cosmo.com two days ago. There's a wild theory that Zac Efron was secretly dating uh, Vanessa Valadares three years ago. Wow. Well, okay. you know, we know he's experienced dating Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Rob, I don't know if you want to sit down, but the stars of this film, I believe, dated for many years afterwards. Is that for real, though? Yes. Matt, is that for real? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Were you um, heartbroken when they broke up? Um, 100%. I, mean, I, th- I think personally I was too young to 
hair much. Mm-hmm. Um, but in hindsight, happened, it's upsetting. If it happened today, I would be yeah. heartbroken. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, another one, Daily Mail. One day ago, Zac Efron shows off his chiseled jawline in new photo after sparking plastic surgery rumors. Did Zac Efron recently have uh, jaw surgery? He did. I don't know if it's the same surgery, but he recently had to have his jaw wired shut mm. uh, like within the last few years. But his um, friend, uh, according to page six, slams plastic surgery rumors. Uh, this is the most interesting man alive, Zach Efron. Yeah, I think he I think he fell in in his apartment or something. Mm. Uh, celebrity uh, celebrity uh, translator. No celebrities ever fall in their apartment. That's just what their PR person says. Yes. Um, um, but uh, how about this? OK, Bro, can I tell you? Can I tell you something? Wait, from uh, this? Yeah. Can I, can I just give you a couple more Zac Efron headlines? Please. Okay. Please. Yeah. Uh, Radar Online 21 hours ago. Zac Efron is reportedly all about pleasing the girl in the bedroom. And on a related note, uh, then uh, the Daily Mail one day ago, woman who claims she slept with Zac Efron offers a glowing review. I mean, I he's it. got a great team of publicists, this guy. <laughs> They're very hardworking. <laughs> They're all in this together. Leaking, the who is leaking that to the Daily Mail that he is A, interested in pleasing the woman, B... Now, those were uh, two like different articles. Amazing. He must have like a team. Uh, like, yeah. A whole factory of publicists. A factory dropping. of publicists. Should we, Robin Akiva, get a publicist for a week and we just, we just like, yes. put insane yes. stories in the press? That's a Let's idea, interview right? publicists who talk about like uh, what they can uh, be doing for uh, putting mm-hmm. out, like uh, getting stories going. I'm sorry. Go, so yeah, go ahead. What were we going to say? you know one, hit us up. Yeah. Okay, this is another, this isn't uh, today, but this is a recent Efron story. December of 2019, Efron contracted a serious and potentially life-threatening illness, a form of typhoid or similar, similar bacterial infection while filming his adventure series Killing Zac Efron in Papua New Guinea. He was flown to whatever in Australia, and he was treated, recovered with, with, without serious issues. So he had a mystery illness, hmm. and he recovered. Do you think Zac Efron could have been like patient zero for corona? Oh, come on. Why not? That's possible. He had a mystery illness, and then he was fine. Hmm. I'm not even gonna Show's entertain that. Quibi, right. Well, that's that's interesting because uh, Akiva, you know, but the whole thing with Vanessa Hudgens, like when COVID was just uh, becoming a thing in the news. Was well, she? Uh, is she? Let's. She didn't get the vaccine yet. Let's just say. No. Well, no. This was this was uh, at the beginning. This was like yeah. right when uh, everybody was going into lockdown. She had an Instagram live where she was like, "Yeah, it's going to be bad, and everyone's going to get it. And some people are going to die, but like you know, we'll all get through it. Uh, <laughs> we're all in this together. We're all in this Basically. together." And then yeah. she had like this whole apology. It was a mess. It was. Okay. She it said was people are going to die. Uh, yeah, something like that. She was like, people are going to die. Like, you know, it's, it's going to be sad. Uh, it was really tone deaf. Um, and then like the next thing, you know, next thing you know, Netflix has like another movie out with her. So, you know, seemed to, to, to be just fine in her life. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of, uh, Matt, how would the plot for High School Musical change if uh, the High School Musical kids went to school on Zoom? Went to school <laughs> on Zoom? Um, well, did you guys uh, take much uh, notice of them being in New Mexico? Do we uh, know any other popular films in New Mexico? Because Breaking I don't know Bad, if, uh... Breaking Bad, yeah. Okay. Um, maybe yeah, they, I don't know. Maybe they were uh, in the same neighborhood as Walter White. Maybe one some of the teachers were. Maybe this was the school Walter White used to teach at. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Half the school blew up in a in a meth accident. That's why there's only like eight, I mean, kids, <laughs> eight kids in this whole school and two well, teachers. Uh, that, uh, I mean, that, there's basically like an accident in the lab that shuts down uh, mm-hmm. the academic decathlon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Walter White yeah. would have never let that happen. Who needs Jesse when you have Taylor? Mm. You can't do that on Zoom. <laughs> no way. 
All right. Yeah, I don't even know how you have science lab on Zoom. Um, Akiva, are you interested in talking through the plot here of High School I think Musical? We should, I think we should go through it for the, because I think a lot yeah. of people who are listening are uninitiated. A lot of the people who are like Robin Akiva people have probably right. not seen High School Musical. Let me hit the big take. spots and then, and then, uh, Matt and Felipe, you color in uh, wherever we're uh, going outside the lines. Okay. Before we go, what was your experience, Rob? We heard a curious yeah. history with High School Musical. So I like knew of it anecdotally um, that at the time that it happened, like basically I was experiencing it through my boss at the time had kids who were really obsessed with it. And uh, talked uh, a ton about, oh, High School Musical, it's huge. It's the biggest thing ever. Like, okay, whatever. Um, Was not super interested uh, in uh, 2006. I was much more focused on uh, Carlos Beltran and uh, Jose Reyes and uh, a bunch of other things in 2006. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, We have a situation here. Uh, We have a young man named Troy. He is the star of the high school basketball team. Akiva, curiously, the coach of the basketball team, also Troy's dad. Yeah, a very well-drawn-out character that we learn a lot about during this movie. Yes. Um, This, to me, seemed uh, maybe the most implausible thing in the film. Uh, Star basketball player that his dad is the coach. What what is this, like Little League? What do you think about the fact well, I mean, that he Sir- never knows where his son is mm-hmm. uh, throughout the yeah. entire film? He's constantly asking everybody, have you seen Troy? Where's Troy? Mm-hmm. No mom also, right? No, he has mom. No mention of in the mom. In the first oh, scene uh, at the ski resort, she pops oh, right, in right, for right. two seconds. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Says, hey, it comes um, to the party. My- oh, yeah. Then she's not. She's never in the movie again. That's funny. Mm-hmm. She's like the first person we see. Yeah. No, I mean, Syracuse just made the NCAA tournament, Rob, uh, with Jim Beheim and Buddy Beheim, his son, was their best player. It's okay. not impossible. All right. I mean, but, uh, as a teacher, Kiva, are you allowed to have your kid in the class? You, you know, my my sister went to my dad's school, and I think he taught her, but it wasn't like a main class. I, I, I uh, Different schools have different rules about, about something like that. Mm-hmm. I would not have wanted my dad to teach. Is this just me? Am I like- the only one that th- thought this is weird? What are they going to do? Make him the, like, like, it's one thing if there's like 10 science classes and you'd be like, all right, you can't teach your son mm-hmm. teach chemistry three and, and he'll take chemistry two. It's like, you're not going to make him the football coach while his son's in the school. You know what I mean? You're going to fire him, like mm-hmm. not let his son on the team. There's not really a, I think people coach their kids all the time in, I agree it's more common in the league, but I, th- I think it's pretty common in high schools. Okay. Also, if you blink and you miss it, there is a co-coach. So maybe like the co-coach could be, have some power and not put Troy on the team. Troy was really not that great. I mean, you see the principal at one point when they have that meeting with uh, with Darvis and, and mm-hmm. the coach, and uh, he's like, "So is Troy going to whip him all into shape?" Like he's obviously in full support of this basketball team. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give yeah, a Troy is a pride and joy of this of this school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a legacy, Akiva. Dad was also, uh, you know, class of '81. This game we both love. Yeah, you and I. <laughs> is th- is that is that is a a former star who's who's now the basketball coach? I don't know if that's his full-time job. We don't really know that, right? He's probably a gym teacher. Yeah, he's a gym teacher. Yeah, there's... there's, I'll I'll Um, mention this now, because Troy's dad is one of them. Uh, Troy's dad, uh, Ashley Tisdale... I don't know the actor's name. I'm sorry. Uh, Ashley Tisdale, and then... Uh, yes, yes, yes. And then the actress who plays uh, Martha Cox, who I'm sure you both know 
by name. Uh, the one who's in the stick to the status quo song who loves to pop and lock and jam and break. Uh, the three of them, I think are the main people who have like been stars on TikTok. Uh, so yeah, Bart Johnson, he has, he has gotten lots and lots of younger fans, uh, paying attention to high school musical wow. and just be like, like interacting with them. Really? So this like 60 year old dude is big on TikTok now. He is. Okay. Wow. There you go. Bart Johnson. It's all, it's happening. Okay. So they're at some sort of what, a, a, good name. a ski resort here. And then, uh, the DJ makes, uh, tr- like they make Troy come to the party and he has to sing a karaoke song with a young woman. Her name is Gabriella. But believe it, this is not a real song. Like, uh, oh, this was what, written for the movie. Written for the movie. But yeah. it's karaoke. It's like, uh, hey, here, sing this song that nobody's ever heard before. In the movie, is it supposed to be a real song? I assume so, but now it is one of my go-to karaoke songs. So mm-hmm. honestly, they they knew what they, they nail it. Yeah, they know what's um, up. I just I just love the random spotlight, and then the guy, the DJ, is like, "One day you might thank me for this." Mm-hmm. Like, the cheesy lines in this movie. Mm-hmm. Akiva, would you ever sing karaoke? I would, but I don't think I'd sing an original song. Yeah, well, that would be very hard to do. You never heard it before. What would so? What song would you sing? Um. Hmm. Is it me and you together? Are we going to sing? Should we sing this song? Something new. We could sing. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to sing a High School Musical song, we could sing something new. What about Fast Car? Is that a good karaoke? Song? I don't think it's kind of uh, depressing. Kind of a downer. It's depressing, right? I don't know why that's the first one. What about <laughs> actually, uh, no, what about Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls? <laughs> Iris. Yeah. All these sad, these slow tempo songs. There's a song yeah, in the second movie the- called "I Don't Dance." It's, uh, it's I think, a, a great pick for the two of you. You guys yeah. can. Uh, work on that one yeah together. yeah i don't dance that work why don't yeah. we sing uh all-star by smash mouth so we can get uh shut up tim to come up on the stage too josh wagler also a big all-star fan i think we could do that mm-hmm. okay. hey now. <laughs> all right uh save it for 2024 24 at the uh rob live show all right yes. so uh Akiva, i got a million people in my mentions say talking about how broadway is uh opening up you're on the verge of uh winning a bet yeah, we had that bet. Uh, we, it has to be opened by February, I think, and now they're opening it 100% in September. So, barring, Boy, I, I've never hoped to lose a bet so badly. You mean because you're happy? You, I mean, you're such a big Broadway fan. You want to come and no, I'm happy for I'm happy shows. for making progress against the coronavirus. Absolutely, of course, of course. Yeah, um, I would have been rooting for the coronavirus if I was on the side of that bet. So you're a better mm-hmm. Than me. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think it'll even itself out once uh, we have Space Jam 2 have a pretty decently reviewed opening. Yeah, our whole bet could come down to the Puya Mike, yeah. Mike Bloom race. Um, is there a Rotten Tomatoes score for High School Musical? Do either of you know it? I, I think I looked this up yesterday. I, I want to say it was 67%, which is, is that critics or fans? That's pretty fresh. Critics. Yeah. Um, that's Maybe my Efron's though. publicist got in there and really uh, juiced I mean, the numbers. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put anything past. Although, are they trying to promote this or get past this? All right, it's 63% critics, but 74% audience. So it's still, it. uh, it's still fresh, regular, but the audience loves it. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of parents who probably had to watch this on repeat and were taking review bombing it. That's mm-hmm. my theory. Yeah. For the 74%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who's watching this movie now and is like, eh, it sucks. Like, I feel like people are watching it. Who Not us. This movie. is a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> High School Musical right. is kitsch, sexless, and hopelessly cliched, but it manages to offer a giddy sense of fun to a generation that's overdosing on seriousness. 
Uh, Felipe, is your generation overdosing on seriousness in 2006? In 2006, I don't think so. In 2021, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what is the age? What's like the what age is this movie meant for? Like, what's the average age of so, of someone who should appreciate this movie? I was eight when I first watched it. Matt, how old were you? Um, 2006. I was 12. Yeah, I think that Matt's the right age. I think that, like, Mm -hmm. you, uh, ideally, it's, like, the shows, like, of, like, whatever high school age, it's, like, appeals to, like, kids that are, like, three or four years behind. Yeah. Yeah, like, tweens and young teens. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. No, it came out at the perfect time uh, for me. The second one came out on my birthday uh, that summer, so... Uh, I could not have had a better birthday gift. It was it was a great, great, great time. And obviously, you know, leads to why uh, our generation is so invested. And this is, you know, going High School Musical will be with us for the rest of our lives. Wait, did you, someone asked you this before. Did you have a High School Musical theme bar mitzvah? Uh, <laughs> were you in the call when Felipe asked that? <laughs> yeah, but then I didn't hear the answer. Uh, you, you were, you, yeah, you couldn't talk. Um, no, I did not. But um, I wish. In hindsight, you should have though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, one day, you know, if I have a child, I might be able to make that happen just mm-hmm. not how many how many times have you seen this movie matt oh do you uh, uh, it's got to be triple digits i mean triple digits wow wow rob what do you think the movie you've seen the most is and how many times have you seen it <sighs> i i guess back to the future but i don't know if i've seen it triple digits Triple digits means you know it by heart. But Matt, I assume you know this movie by heart, right? Basically. Uh, yeah, about. I mean, it's actually been like, I don't know, probably like two years since I've sat down and watched it in full. Not since I've listened to the songs. I mean, I listen to the music yeah. anytime I feel like listening. Uh, but when, yeah, but when it came 2006 to like the next like five or six years, I would say it was on a lot. Uh, you put it on a lot, whether you were with friends at camp, this, that, it was always on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a hundred is crazy, but it's, it was a lot. Okay. Wow, Rob. So we now cut to, okay, back to school. Troy, uh, we get to see him in his element. And now, uh, hold on, get a load of this. Gabriella has now transferred to the high school. Felipe, can you explain the, so it's New Year's Eve when they sing karaoke. Is this a mid-semester transfer? Do they come back from winter break? Is this like... yeah? I believe this, the timeline takes place like from December 31st to like January 14th. That's how I saw hey, a lot can happen in those uh, first couple of weeks of the year. <laughs> true. That is true. But uh, yeah, so that's the timeline basically of the movie. And as I understood it in this last viewing, uh, she, she transfers because her mom gets a new job. And I think they move around a lot is what we understand that the hmm. two of them. What industry is the mom in? couldn't tell you okay wait but what the ski chalet was probably was not in new mexico right there's not i think that was in utah. i think it's pro- well yeah the f- movie was filmed in utah yeah. so if, let's pretend it was in utah i don't think they say officially so he randomly meets this girl befriends her gets her number in some weird put in the flip phone uh like take pictures mm-hmm. of each other's phone like flip phone thing yeah and then randomly she shows up in his class in his school in a different state in the middle of the school year, like Rob's saying, the next weekend. That, that is, forget the dad being the basketball coach. That's the biggest coincidence in movie history. No, it also happened in Greece. <laughs> oh, did it? Yeah, I think that, uh, that Sandy like the plot of Greece and that Danny. That a girl in a different state. Yeah, yeah have they have like a, like, a, like a summer romance. Uh, maybe it's the same city, maybe. And then, she go, and then she's supposed to leave, and then she doesn't leave. She shows up at the school. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Anyway, all right. Summer dreams. <laughs> and so we get to see a little bit of Troy uh, hanging out at the school, and we get to meet uh, all the different kids in the school. Uh, Akiva, we're uh, we meet Sharpay. Uh, what do you what do you make of Sharpay? Who's kind of like the school gossip? Oh yeah, boy! What comes out first, this or Mean Girls? Mean Girls. Yeah. So she is like a toothless version of Regina George, right? Like. She's a she's a watered down Regina, Regina George, George meets Rachel say. Berry is how mm-hmm. I describe mm-hmm. her. It's a good way to put it. Yeah, she's, it's a Disney Channel version. She's not going to be evil, yeah. right? She's not going to be that mean. She's not like she's plotting to change the time of of a basketball game, not to like get these people hit by a car yeah. or something. You know, she's very self interested. Also, all her motivations are self interested. They're not like against Troy and Gabriella necessarily, and that's the biggest right. defense of Sharpay. There's a big section of Sharpay stands out there who will defend Sharpay and her motivations in all three movies to their grave. Yeah, yeah no, I think I think all high school musical fans, uh, and I say fans, not just viewers, because yeah, um, are are big Sharpay uh stands through and through. Um, but yeah, it's only been in recent years that uh I believe like these like people that are that have come out talking like in detail about why Sharpay is the true hero of the story. We don't have the time to get into all of it here. Uh, but that is out there uh, for people to pursue. Uh, it definitely has a lot of legs to it, uh, to the whole story of uh, why her and Ryan are really the victims in this whole story. Mm, it's, I don't think so. I don't know. You got to read through it. It's, it's uh, uh, basically, let, me, very- let me tell you my biggest problem here, Kevin. you tell me if you picked up on mm-hmm. this. Uh, when I found out, uh, like three quarters of the way through the film, that this guy she's hanging out with is her brother. Her twin. I'm out instantly. So you thought that was her boyfriend? Uh, yeah, time. yeah. This I mean, is, they must have said it once, and you probably missed it, right? I must, guess it's yeah. not said a lot. Yes, yeah. Um, that it's like what? This wait, that's her brother. All right, they're twin brother, the lead. Yeah, uh, couple. Yeah, this is not like a romantic role. To, uh, I mean, it might be uh, romantic also, leads. But it is her brother. brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they've been in nineteen musical productions this, uh, together. This so is like a very Lannister esque, if you ask me. Mm. Wow, didn't think about yeah. that. I, I sort of knew coming in they were brothers. I think I saw. It I in, think like, they're the, in love the, with each other. They might be in love with each other. I, I mean, I assume like it is the Disney Channel, so it probably doesn't happen till High School Musical three. But that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Sh- Sharpay's got her sights set on uh, other guys, uh, Troy yeah. specifically, and Ryan's gonna, you know, be looking other ways as the movies go on. Yeah, so too uh, weird, you know, too weird. You'll eventually it's the, figure the, it. the whole thing is just uh, bizarre. Brother and sister should not be playing uh, the romantic lead with each other in the film. Uh-huh. What if they have to kiss in a movie? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's wild. Well, it, it I think the point sense. was made last night to me I, I, uh, by I don't remember who uh, that uh, you know. They didn't actually do a lot of kissing on stage at that young age. On I would say on, uh, any kissing of your sister mm-hmm. in the movie like that is too much. Yeah. yeah. There was actually no kissing in this movie besides a kiss on the cheek. And then they tried to go in at the end with Troy and Gabriella. But then I think Chad pops in with a basketball in mm-hmm. between. Mm-hmm. Talent is talent. You're going to deny yeah. them the two leads just because they're siblings. They, they don't care. They want, the, right, they want okay. the leading roles. I mean, they want it too I, much. Like, they want it all. Mm-hmm. It is tricky. Like, let's say there was Jake Gyllenhaal and Mag- Maggie Gyllenhaal. Are you going to cast them as husband and wife in a movie? No, because you'd be checked out of the movie the whole way. It would be crazy. You'd be wondering, like, wait, are they going to like do? It's insane. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they, they have I, two uh, performances together. Uh, I know we're not going to sit down and talk about every single song, but uh, uh, they do what I've been looking for at the beginning. 
uh, when they're on stage and that, well, they're both on stage. And then the next one is Bop to the Top. I wanted to, uh, to ask both of you guys if either of those songs uh, particularly stuck with you. I would say the answer is a resounding no. I'll say this. Okay. Let's talk about the music for a second. Because okay. this is a musical, but it's like a, it's, it's not a 30-song musical. It's a 13-song musical, right? It's mm-hmm. not, not. It's a even. movie. Like It's, it's yeah. over. Or yeah, and even some of them are like reprised and stuff. It, you're not you're not punching the face, right, Rob? By the music, like there'll be no. twenty minutes at it sometimes without a single song. Yeah, um, which I appreciate. The thing that shocked me about this movie is how whelmed I was by the song. Yes, like I fingers. Thought, no, no, I'm saying the opposite. Oh. I'm like I'm saying I was whelmed, not All not right. I, like I was almost underwhelmed. You but I'll say whelmed. Like, you have to yeah. watch the sequel. The second one is the best in terms of music. Best I think Matt would agree mm-hmm. with that. You let the air out of my balloon there, but no, yeah, no. The second one and the third one have some bangers the, that you the should first, check out. The first song is uh, with a sing karaoke. That we've already discussed. He's so boring. Like everyone would have left if they were singing that. Mm-hmm. And let's say that was like a Madonna song, like a famous song let alone a song yeah. that nobody ever knew. And Akiva listens to every new album that comes out. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, not in the year 2006, I mean. I guess not. I guess I wasn't doing it in, in 2006. Um, but I, I knew some of these songs, like, by name at least, like, Stick to the Status Quo and Get Your Head in the Game. The I don't think a single song here, and I came in with an open mind, like, why mm-hmm. did you like this? I, I don't think a single song here, like, I would not shut off immediately if it came up on my Spotify, I think it's, and again, Matt is saying he listens to this independent of the movie, but I think if you had never seen the movie, I think without the nostalgia of the music, I don't get it. Like, I, I'll, I have no problem with, with like music in this genre, even. Just to me, the songs in this movie were very boring. And I, I believe that it's better in, in the second one because they probably put a lot more money into the second one mm-hmm. once it was a smash hit. Yeah. But to me, like, it's not one of these songs. I don't think we could analyze any of them. Like, I don't know. I don't know a single one of these songs that, that would. Say. And that's, and that's fine. Again, just to remind you, we go back to the beginning of this podcast. This was not made for you. This was not made for, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you in this moment, in this time of your life by any means. Yeah. I was too old uh, for, for then. Mm-hmm. And that was 15 years ago. So, so when this came out and all of us youngsters were out here, uh, you know, listening to, to these songs and even the ones that are a little bit slower now, like even I can, I can listen to the start of something new now, the one that you were saying at the beginning of the movie. Uh, and I can say, yeah, no, it is a little bit slower than maybe you think it is, but the nostalgia kicks in and that's where mm-hmm. love comes back in for all of us. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I can understand why you say that. And again, it wasn't made for you. Yeah. The last uh, big song, uh, I, I think you got something there uh, with uh, we're, all uh, we're all in this together. A big musical number to close out yeah, the that film. Yeah, good. And the yeah. dancing is good. And like they're, they're, they're choreographed well. I'm not completely knocking it. But I, yeah, mm. I do think the, I just don't, none of the songs blew me away. And it, like whatever other songs you liked in 2006 or whatever, somebody liked this movie, you're like, hey, here's the other 10 songs I like were not in this. I w- probably wouldn't poo poo like I'd say are are good. I, I just think to me I was like they were a little a little blah for me. Well, do you want to um, hear the other 2006 uh, Billboard hits? You tell me what yes, you prefer. Please. Okay, yes. all right. Uh, uh, Billboard Year End Hot 100 Singles of uh, 2006. I bet you- all the High School Musical songs are on that list. Also, mm, okay. Uh, let me give you the the top five. Uh, five. Number five. Uh, Hips Don't Lie, Shakira featuring sure. uh, Wyclef. You like yeah, that one? Sure. Who doesn't like that? Okay. Hips Don't Lie. Uh, number four, You're Beautiful, uh, James Blunt. You love that. That's yep. your ringtone. 
You should have said James Bond first and then had us guess the song. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to play around with that. He, he, he's, you know, pretty cool that he's a one-hit wonder on, uh, on Twitter. <laughs> uh, number three, uh, Promiscuous, Nelly Furtado featuring Timbaland. Sure. Okay. These are bangers. Uh, number two, uh, Temperature by Sean Paul. Mm-hmm. And the number one Billboard year-end Hot 100 single of 2006. Daniel Powder, can you guess the song, Akiva? Bad Day. Of course. <laughs> yes. So what were you guys doing with uh, when all these songs came out? Were you guys in college? Uh, Akiva, uh, <laughs> were, were, you, were you already a dad at that point? I w- I'm both. I'm in college and a dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm closing my eyes right now. I'm on, a, I'm on a bus. I'm in camp right now. I'm on the bus and we are jamming mm-hmm. out to every one of those songs along with the High School Musical soundtrack. Yes. Of course. No, I am graduated from college uh, and in uh, Los Angeles at, uh, by 2006. This is post-survivor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm taking finals uh, with my, and, <laughs> I have a nine, and I have a nine-day-old baby. Uh, like I said, I was being generous. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so those are some of the other musical hits of uh, 2006. Okay, so, all right. Uh, it turns out Gabriella is a uh, certified genius, Akiva. Um, yeah, I mean, she is very smart. Uh, yeah. She, yeah, she's able to, uh, like, she's on the, the, is it like college bowl? What would you call it? The, uh, decath- decathlon, academic decathlon? Very mean girls ask. Like, this is, I know this movie was, was made before they saw Mean Girls, right? But, like, th- that felt like Mean Girls with Lindsay Lohan going Wasn't Mean Girls also, in right? 2004? Yeah. So maybe they did see, like, maybe this is, that is based on Mean Girls. Because, like, it does feel like the number does not the the number does not yeah. exist. Uh, scene in Mean Girls came out two years before High School Musical. I thought. See, I thought it was 05. So then I, I stand correct. Yeah, Mean Girls was uh, released on April thirtieth, uh, two thousand four, and High School Musical. I don't know the production uh, date, but it was released on January twentieth, two thousand six. Yes. So okay, interesting. Um. All right. So yeah, and so uh, she doesn't want to let people know, though. Akiva, how, how do you how do you uh, keep that a secret from people? Being so smart, yeah, act as dumb as possible. Mm-hmm. It is funny because, like, is this a thing? It's a big theme in the movie. It's one of the biggest numbers. It's like you can only focus on one thing. So, like, and I don't even know what her thing is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, like what, yeah. what is like his thing is like I want to play basketball and I want to sing. I guess hers is like I don't even want to sing. I want to be smart, but I don't want people to know I'm smart because she doesn't want get, to stand out. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. So I want to be like very plain. Yeah. Okay. But Akiva, She's we get put shy. into boxes too, where it's like, Hey, you can't talk about this show because you're, uh, you're too old and you don't get it. Get out of here. This is just for us. Why can't yeah. people be more accepting of others? Yeah. We do that. Um, but yeah, I guess what, what we're trying to say is stick to the status quo. No way. We're yeah, gonna, we're let gonna, us talk about whatever we want, we want, people. Absolutely. Yeah. We want to cross genres. <laughs> don't don't yeah. just say stick to sports, Akiva. Mm-mm. I want to be, I want to have the number one basketball podcast and the number one musical podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're layered. At the same time, ideally. No, yeah. it's, a, it's a terrible message and stick to the status quo. It's a bot, mm-hmm. but it's a terrible message of just only do the one thing. Like, you know, we're, we're Troy and Gabriella, again, you know, they set this whole school like on fire by deciding they want to start singing uh, and doing more than just what they're usually doing, what the school knows them to be doing. Like, 
Mm-hmm. This doesn't happen on Glee. I mean, people get a little upset with uh, the lead character, Finn Hudson, when uh, he starts trying to do both, but it doesn't set the whole school on fire in the way that it does here. It yeah. kind of does, though. We can we can discuss this off the podcast, but <laughs> I, I, w- I would push back on that statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the whole school is out here singing, True. stick to the status it's, quo. Like, everybody yeah. is is admitting their secrets and telling their truths and uh, running wild because of Troy Bolton doing it now. Like, yeah. Like, it's a little... You know, not to the same extent cl- as in high school musical. Our click still because it's it's all about like, hey, like let's have you know people from the nerd click should hang out with the skaters and the skaters should hang out with the potheads and the potheads should hang out with that. Like that people are too clicky. Is uh, Felipe, you were in school the most recently. Like, is school still clicky? Are you all hanging out with like the people in your one click, or is it more like open now? I was a weirdo who like kind of like travel salesman at lunch. I like jumped around to different tables. Like I feel like I. The like Willie Loman like of the cafeteria, yeah. rod, they call. But uh, I, I, uh, I, there were definitely clicks, and no, I wasn't jumping to every table, but I was. I like I had different groups of people that I got along with, and I, mm. I had people. I don't know, Matt. Did you have clicks? I would say no. I would say. I mean, the popular people knew who the popular people were. And the theater people knew who they were, and you know the band people stayed yeah. by themselves, and the you know it, it's, it's somewhat, but not like into every single individual split table so like this is. I would suspect it's more clicky now with uh, who's in what group chat. Uh, Akiva, like yeah, uh, you, you have uh, a teenager, like mm-hmm. uh, I, I, do you think that high school is uh, more clicky now? I think you're right. I, I think there is maybe more connections between kids. Like there's probably. One master group chat with everybody, but then I remember hearing when with I was the whole with school. Younger, no, but like with maybe your whole class or or whatever. Uh, what, like your homeroom? Yeah, homeroom or in a smaller school, maybe it's your whole grade or your whole. You know, if there's only you know a group in, chat in with private, your whole grade. Well, in a private school, there might be only thirty or sixty kids. You know, there might be two classes or three classes. Oh in a public school, you're never yeah. going to be able to do that with four hundred kids. I mean, I had a hundred. Uh, we had hundred fifty kids in my high school. We only mm-hmm. had 33 kids in my grade. So we could have had a group chat if, if uh, group chats existed then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I've heard from, I remember hearing my daughter's friends and her saying like, not only are there group chats, but there's like a group chat excluding every single girl. There's like everyone but girl A and everyone but girl Z. And every, you know, it's like, so it, it is very clicky, but maybe that there's like. <laughs> and what different is that for people our age? <laughs> no, I don't think, I don't think it's different. I don't think it's different. But that's <laughs> like what's going on. <laughs> All right. So. We see that there's going to be a uh, high school musical uh, there at the school. And uh, there's a meetup between Troy Gabriel. Oh, I didn't know you were going there. And they discuss briefly singing in the high school musical. And Troy uh, immediately uh, can't consider it because, uh, God forbid, he's a basketball player. He can't sing in the musical, Felipe. Yeah, he has to stick to basketball. Like, imagine doing yeah. both. Yeah. So, Akiva, are there any NBA players uh, who are currently crossover musical artists? Uh, you know, when we were younger, like Shaq, Shaq was doing a lot of rapping. Yes. I'm trying to think who, which NBA players are trying. And none of them are good. Mm-hmm. I think which Check, NBA like, the players? Singer so yeah, I was going to say Victor Oladipo was on The Masked Singer. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, uh yeah and wasn't one of the ball kids on uh Mass Singer? Ball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then Akiva Women Tisdale became like a great No, Ashley Tisdale. 
<laughs> no, Wayman Tisdale also. That's uh, that's just her dad. Maybe her uncle yeah. or something. <laughs> um, Did, uh, um, but uh, didn't the Giants like a violin the, player? The Giants uh, wide receiver that they drafted is he a rapper? Well, you hear that? Who? Um, what's his name? Rondale? I didn't. I didn't hear that. But it's certainly possible. Yeah, Damian Lillard is uh, is a rapper. Uh, Marvin yeah, Bagley, Kadarius Tony plays basketball, but he's he's a rapper. young Joker. There's so just something about, oh, about Kadarius Tony. I didn't know sports players that end up singing that really gets uh, a hit show off the yeah. ground. Do, Felipe, do you think that High School Musical uh, broke down a lot of barriers for student athletes to participate in a musical endeavor? Um, I I do think a little bit. Like I I don't know if Matt agrees with this statement, but I feel like before High School Musical, the Disney Channel was very gendered and like, oh, if you're watching Disney Channel, you must like girly things. And obviously, hopefully, we've outdated that that. Uh, notion but i feel like with high school musical it was very acceptable for boys to enjoy that movie i don't know if matt agrees with that yeah i mean everybody was watching it yeah i i I definitely you know think uh that makes sense and especially as like time went on and then they would uh, have like corbin blue doing jump in with jump ropes like they were trying to you know get everybody in on the disney channel and i feel like you know this gave this movie gave you every kind of crush you could have hoped for Zach Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale, Corbin Blue, like whoever you were looking for, whoever you were crushing on, they were on screen. Mm-hmm. Bart Johnson. <laughs> uh-huh. so mm-hmm. Speaking of Ashley Tisdale, Rob, is this a true fact or my lying? Ashley Tisdale recently starred as Jenny Kenny in the CBS sitcom Carol's Second Act and is also one of the panelists on The Masked Dancer. Uh, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. She starred as Jenny Kenny. In Carol's second act, one mm-hmm. of the great shows of the 21st century. I believe Alan Seppelwall had it in his top 100 all time. Yes. Uh, Carol's second act uh, was, uh, who was, who was the, oh, it was. Heaton. Uh, yeah, Patricia Heaton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, so we go to then, uh, Zach Efron is at basketball practice. And this made me just completely just uh, blew my mind that he went from how you can't sing. Singing is for losers to immediately the basketball team is breaking out in song. And Akiva, my brain melts of, wait, is this actually happening? Is this a daydream? Are you talking about the whole basketball thing or when they start dancing and doing during practice? That is, uh, I, I can't sing and dance because I'm a basketball player. Right. Yet, he Get sings and dances game. with the basketball team. About how he can't sing and dance because he's on basketball. So right. is this happening? Is this a hallucination? Well, I think this is a question for musicals in general, right? It's like if if there's if most of it is plot and then you get into a song, are they actually singing? I think no. I think it's like a, a dream or hallucination. I mean, I think Matt, in most cases they every are. Episode in Glee, we I talked yes. about this when I went on the podcast. Also. Yes. Like, what is what? What do you think? What's your What's your take, Matt? It's it's honestly it's something that just never you never think about until you know Rob asks a question like mm-hmm. this. Um, no, this this definitely isn't really happening. I mean, the the so what the ta- so what happened in the real time of this? Just they had basketball practice, and then this is Zach Efron yeah, in his mind just thought about what would happen. Yeah, and Troy is sitting there contemplating, you know, all of this if he's able to do this. But meanwhile, in his mind, everybody was intensely, you know, telling him he's got to he- get his head in the game while he's thinking about the song and dance at the same time. It kind of combines itself into this great performance. 
It's like Zach Morris calling timeout in a musical. Can we can we ask when are people actually interacting and when are we seeing the inner monologue of the characters in question? Is yeah. that a fair I'd, question I'd say to ask? When they're on the stage, like uh, Troy and Gabrielle at the beginning of the uh, the movie, and then Sharpay and Ryan anytime they're on stage. So like, if they're not on Darvis stage, there's no there, there, there was no other singing that happened in the real time events of High School Musical. Stick to the status quo. Stick to the status quo really happened in whose um, mind. No, in all of them. That of really it. happened. Wait, so they, in their mind, the whole school did a, like a musical number. Well, I don't know where the music's coming from. I guess it's all just singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in the middle of the cafeteria, and then they just keep, like, and when it's over, that's it. They keep yeah. walking. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Because of Troy no, and Gabriella deciding think, to, to do that. Yeah. Like, if so. they broke a table during the song by standing on it is that table broken after the i mean song? that we see later on in there's a musical number at the end of the musical number sharpay gets ketchup on her shirt that did that did that actually happen if not how did she get the was was then gabriella. was gabriella daydreaming but that's like as it that's like as the song ends right that's this very song we're talking about like it's yeah. as the song ends maybe that is uh maybe like all right we're like snap to reality oops here comes gravity mm-hmm. so i don't know i like it is a good question but i think it's like goes beyond this this uh movie and goes to every yeah. musical ever made Rob, right yeah more in the corner jane levy is standing there watching them all sing their inner thoughts mm-hmm. yeah. yeah if anybody's ever like uh rob are you paying attention with uh, sorry uh it was a musical number <laughs> <laughs> huge huge uh musical number just you were singing you were dancing oh yeah. i would love to know what Kids songs are going through rob's head during mm-hmm. a big move yeah. upcoming mm-hmm. yeah oh, yeah if, i would like to, like to see it read an, an article such... about uh is it fast car it's fast, fast, car, it's fast car going into <laughs> iris by the goo goo dolls yeah. Yeah, yeah i wish i had a fast car all right can we talk about the basketball in this movie since we're up to the basketball yes, song yes how good was okay, it akiva so it was listen Zac Efron is completely unbelievable and not believable in that sense. Zac Efron is a great basketball player. Yes, yes. On the scale of great to transcendent, he's great. <laughs> now, I, he, he's at no time believable. Everyone else on the team, probably for this reason, is his height, basically. It's like 5'7", five, 5'8", five, five, mm-hmm. So he doesn't look like... There's no big man on the team. Like He doesn't look... And we, he, I guess he could be hey. the point guard at 5'8". Yeah. He's the playmaker. That uh, he was before Steph Curry, yeah. The um, basketball scenes in this movie are shot in the gym, which is very dimly lit the whole time. They practice practically in the dark. Um, there is, even though basketball is a major feature of this movie, there is no, uh, there is one basketball scene that's not practice shooting where we usually don't even see the. You know, you see them shoot, but like someone else is dropping the ball in mm-hmm. from above or something like that, which is the la- one of the last things in the movie. Spoiler alert: when he hits the winning shot, there, there's no montage. They couldn't like they couldn't shell out some money for a montage of him like dominating the other teams in in like the league, where we just go straight to the championship game, which yeah. is like the city championship, the state championship. The I don't like it's not even clear yeah. what it is. Is there more basketball in the sequels, Felipe? There are, it's a very big plot point, specifically in the third, with college coming up, scholarships being on the horizon. Wait, but oh. Aren't they juniors now, Felipe, in this yeah. movie? Yeah, they're juniors. Everyone's a junior. There's no senior in this movie. But yeah, the second movie takes place over the summer. Yeah. Ah, okay, fine. So that's how they squeezed it out. Yes. You never make your characters seniors, Rob, if it's a high school movie, because then you can't have a, 
sequel. Clean sequel. Part time sequel. But they figured yeah. it out. They had it in the summertime. Again, we're not going to have time for talking about the second and third movie today. The second is, is my mm. favorite. Uh, when it's the one that's not in a school, it is uh, outside of the school during the summertime, but it's incredible. It's fancy country club. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Great stuff. Um. So, all right, we're uh, got a musical number uh, taking place uh, at basketball. And um, what happens, uh, Matt, that we get uh, where Troy and Gabrielle both end up in detention for something? They had their phones out. Yeah, well, everybody got in trouble. Uh, you know, they they all had their phones out in class and Miss Darbus came around. She's not going to, you know, let them all uh, be texting and whatnot on their Blackberries and uh, sidekicks and flip phones. So they get in trouble. They end up in detention. Uh, you know, one thing leads to another. They're going to get a chance. Well, to, hold on. Uh, let me stop down on detention okay. here. Akiva, did you ever go to detention? Okay, so I did have detention once in my high school career. Yes. Were you making a lot of props for uh, the theater department? No, the English teacher, who I didn't know, she wasn't my teacher, was very strict, and she made us sit and do homework. And remember, there's no phones back then. There was really nothing to entertain yourself. Yeah. So I did my homework. I, I think I got detention for like being disrespectful to a teacher. Uh, but the, the nuisance of detention is that your parents had to come. I went to school which was like a, like a double curriculum because we did Jewish stuff and English stuff. Yeah. So we would finish a normal day at 6 o'clock in high school, 5.45 or 6.15. Um, but with detention, you, had to, you were done at 7.30 or 8. So it was like a huge deterrent because if you were a freshman or a sophomore, you didn't drive. Like, your parent had to come pick you up at 8 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, night is done. So it was a huge deterrent. I only got it once. I'm like, never again. Did you ever have detention? Um, I think I did. Um, not as much as uh, my wife did. Uh, but Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that, but it's very boring. Like, uh, that I think people would sign up for making arts and crafts for the theater department. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I really would get in free labor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just like, hey, uh, boy, we're gonna need a lot of props. All right, detention, detention, detention. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets detention today. Need a lot of overtime here. So, I love but, yeah. That building the set before the roles are cast like usually you would want to like do some stuff like a little after to like adjust for like height or anything but they they were on top of the sets for this show mm-hmm. Felipe tell me you've seen the TikToks of uh from the scene of of Troy's dad when he walks oh, in I I've seen a few yeah yeah what are those two doing in a tree <laughs> what what is that uh, when, when Troy's dad comes in uh, to the to the de- detention, Troy's holding sees, the the leaf over. Yeah, and he sees Troy and Chad in the tree, uh, just working on the set, and he's like, "They should be at basketball practice." And he comes in with the angriest tone ever, looking like a whole fool. What are those two doing in the tree, Darvis? And she's mm-hmm. the, then they end up fighting with each other. They go to the principal's office. Uh, that has made its way around TikTok, and it makes me laugh so hard, way more than it ever did uh, as a kid. He is so angry that Troy is in a tree. It's like he's also about to be involved in this whole production. Um, but okay, go off. Yeah, I'm um, not to watch the third movie when they're in the treehouse. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Dad wants the son uh, only focused on basketball. Uh, Akiva, would you have liked to have seen an outright rejection of uh, dad of like, uh, dad, I don't want your life. Yeah, absolutely. That's what you thought it was going to happen. This movie really does not. Explore I'm here to sing, dad. Yeah, this movie barely explores the relationship. Does the dad come to the to the performance even? Yes. We do see We don't even see the performance. We see the callback later in the movie. Uh, you know, right. Don't mm-hmm. let that fool you. It looks like yeah. uh, 
They're trying, they're getting ready for the big performance, but uh, we have no idea what this musical is, what it's about or anything like that, but we know that we get to see the callback and dad is there for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's an original composition by Kelsey uh, called Twinkle Town, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that's right. the musical. Are we up to Troy sneaking out of uh, class to go check out the auditions? I had so many thoughts on this scene. Like, what is the layout of this school? Did you, you all have high schools this big with like uh, a giant like woodworking like or like a factory area that with, where I don't know. This school layout was kind of a mess to me. Yeah. Uh, Troy s- sneaks out of the school because he wants to watch uh, the auditions and uh, Akiva. It's like a like a whole like American Idol of like a bad audition. Yeah, we see the bad ones. There's no like William Hung-esque really. They're just like pretty bad. Mm hmm. Um, but uh, I would be good at that. I would be good at getting cast. Not now, I'm old, but like getting cast in the movie and being terrible at singing. That would have been if I yeah. was an actor. That would have been my one. What thing. would you do? It's hard to sing believe. poorly. Yeah, I I'd sing. sing. Uh, and you, I'd give up forever. You know. And then they'd oh be no! Like, <laughs> 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 be like all right, all right, all right. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> um. All right. So we end up with watching the auditions of. Uh, brother and sister uh, singing along um, and then uh, Gabriella she wants to audition but she doesn't have a partner uh, but Troy jumps out and he's willing to sing with her and the teacher says hey where is your sports posse yeah uh, Miss Darbus was a character in herself uh, what, did, what did the two of you think of Miss Darbus um, yep I, I mean if uh, seemed like a drama teacher. I didn't have any uh, particularly strong uh, thoughts on her. I think she's more evil than than uh, Sharpay. Why does she hate Troy so much? Because he's a jock. She hates his dad. Uh why? Because she is there like a like... tension of a uh, romantic mm-hmm. kind. That I don't believe be. it's that. I've never kind thought of about tension. it that way, but hmm. now that I'm older, yeah. it seemed like it was just like she's mad that he gets like the principal clearly favors the basketball team over the art. Yes. So yeah. the, the basketball really... team is getting all the school funding. Yeah. All the funding for their the gym. budget not, issue not for lights, but yes, <laughs> I mean, she, right. She has to, she has to get kids to make all the props for her play where the basketball team gets balls paid for and stuff like that. Yeah. And she usually has everything under control, like Sharpay and Ryan, you know, being there and, and keeping things moving with her or her. Uh, and then all of a sudden, she's got Mr. Basketball Guy and his hockey sticks coming around to mess things up. She's not very happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the teacher won't even let Troy audition. She's uh, no soup for you. You uh, you weren't on the sign up. Um, I mean, is she in the pocket of uh, Sharp? Is she like Sharpay's mom or something? You would think so, right? But like, <laughs> no. Yeah. So, no, she just, again, she knows how she wants this to be run. Sharpay and Ryan. So much favoritism. It will be, you know, well, look at Troy being the captain of the team as dad coaches. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I was one of the other parents, yeah. I'd uh, be I'm furious with this school. It's a corrupt yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. High well, that's why the second one, they leave the school. Wow. Okay. Um, so then the uh, young woman who plays uh, the piano, what is, what is the composer's name? Kelsey. Kelsey. She gets her papers knocked over and uh, Zach Efron uh, picks up her papers and it's like, oh, I didn't know you would pick up my papers. Aren't you a jock? <laughs> like Nobody's ever talked to me before. Yes. Uh, fashion icon Kelsey is uh, definitely, you know, she, she's there all throughout the first one. Why do you say that? Um, she's a bad dresser? 
No, she's she's an iconic dresser. Yes. What is she? Um, she, she, then, she wears a hat. She's got the hat. And the hood. Uh, she, she's got a lot of great outfits going throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then by the second and third one, I mean, they, they get, definitely give her even more time to uh, be a part of the story. Did she get the same yeah. second one. Yeah. Um, and Akiva, this is where uh, Zach Efron says, "Like, oh, you make the music. You're like the the playmaker on the basketball team. Mm-hmm. Yes, the playmaker. Yes, yes." What position on a basketball team would you say is uh, more like the composer? It would have to be the point guard, I guess. Wouldn't it be more like the coach? Yeah, it, right. It's the answer is none of the positions. Like it would the, be the, coach, the metaphor yeah. of the composer of the musical is like the point guard is uh, not right. I don't know who's composer's the composer's almost the general manager. Yeah, I mean they're coming up right. with like the like the play. Like here's the triangle mm-hmm. offense of like uh here's the whiteboard. These are the notes. Yeah. This is what we're playing. It's a stretch. Major stretch. I don't know. If there was a like a band to basketball analogy, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who the composer would be. I guess the coach is the best one. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of a point guard. Yeah. Or a playmaker, like the point forward. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Troy's not the coach. He's just uh, a uh, guy. One day. Who... I mean, he will be. High School Musical 4, he will be the coach, uh, and his son will be the new him. Yeah. That's my prediction. By the way, does years. Zac Efron like High School Musical? Like, if, if somebody brought it up to him like, in an interview, would he like take his microphone off and walk out of the interview, or does he talk about it fondly? I think he'll play along, but he's definitely... He's the only one of the core six who never shows up to any of the reunions. Uh, he did, like, this fuzzy bad internet connection video for the disney sing-along he was just like oh shout out wildcats that was all he did like, sorry i can't make it which yeah. Is, yeah he's no. too good they did a 10-year reunion he wasn't there uh which is like super similar to like like leah michelle with glee like the star yeah. they just kind of separate themselves and mm-hmm. you know some yeah. yeah it's it's uh it's definitely not the warmest connection bad terms with anyone maybe vanessa he's on bad terms with but everyone else like i feel like they talk fondly of him Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but they don't want to get destroyed by his PR team. True. Yeah. You think of that. Okay. Um, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe there's a new hotness in town with Olivia Rodrigo that might outshine Zac Efron from the High School Musical franchise. Maybe she's uh, no Olivia Rodrigo's not in any of the three. She's in the remake. That's the TV show. She's in the series. Yeah. Um. And there's a lot of drama off screen in that one, which mm-hmm. we can talk about later. But yeah. Yeah. You might need to go younger than me for uh, for that drama. I, I've watched the show, but I don't know the tea here. I know the tea mm. if you need that, Matt. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so they post the callbacks. Sharpay and Ryan are pissed because, uh, wait, hold on. There's more callbacks. Yes. She has very strict rules, the teacher, but then they're like, if you are annoying enough, if you like run up onto the stage, you can sort of break the rules, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all throughout, like uh, the the uh, again, kind of going back to the uh, Sharpay being the hero of the story here. Um, you know, this is all her world that her and Ryan like live in, where they uh, are you know extremely good at what they do. They don't expect there to be competition because there never has been before. So when Troy and Gabriella show up out of nowhere and start trying to take the spotlight, it is a little annoying, especially because they're not even giving it yeah. their full commitment. They're both so focused on other things, but. It is hard to deny the obvious chemistry and the magic between Troy and Gabriella when they sing. Very so they sang at the beginning it. of the movie, they sang again here. No. Yeah. But Akiva, if you went to this school, wouldn't you hate Troy also? Because uh, not only is he the star of the basketball team, now he has to be the star of the musical also. Is there no other kids at this school? I th- First of all, there are no other kids, it seems like. I, I, I think that there's going to be, after this movie, 
there's probably a lot of uh, pushback against Troy. Cause mm-hmm. I agree. It's like, all right, basketball season just ended. You won the championship. And now like you need to take, I do think there will be people taking um, the side of Sharpay and her boyfriend slash brother, because I, I, I just <laughs> don't know. I, like I, it, it's their dream. Like to him, it's like, Ooh, I would like to be a singer. No. But to them, it's like, this he is gets our whole everything. Life. He gets he everything. Gets everything. Not fair. Mm-hmm. You've, I've sort of turned to get, you know, towards the, uh, the incest couple at this point <laughs> because <laughs> I, it's like, which is great I, because Akiva, the, the one message I got while he was watching was I don't like Sharpay. Yeah, at the beginning, I was like, I'm not so sure about her. I thought she was going to be more evil than she ended up. You're coming around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, Corbin Blue is pissed. I-, I thought that Corbin Blue was a real hater in this movie, Felipe. Yeah, Corbin Blue, I forgot. He had some lines that did make me laugh a little bit, even as a 23-year-old. Uh, yeah. But he-, he was not about that. And none of, like, he was the most hater- full of all the of all the guys like zeke was pretty chill with everything though yeah uh akiva uh what'd you think of the guy that is like uh baking things all the time uh i mean i would like to be friends with him i want like all the cookies that were what you say they're like magical or something yeah they're magical like, cookies. Cra- Crazy oh, oh okay. Uh, so uh, that is there like uh some maybe something else going on here at play it's 2006, probably not. Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. They yeah. drugs weren't invented baking yet. Okay. And, uh, and and loves his creme brulee. Okay. So, all right. Um, did we get then get a scene where the drama teacher is uh like uh pissed off? Like, didn't she make the callbacks? Like, why is she going and storming into the locker room? Uh, Akiva, this was not unlike seeing Eddie, aka uh, the Whoopster, in the uh, Knicks locker room for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Whoopi, the Whoopster Eddie would have been a perfect coach. I think the coach has to be more memorable in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Know? Oh, what about that? What about if the draw? So basically, let's combine like Sister Act in High School mm-hmm. Musical and Eddie. Where basically <laughs> that uh, Eddie comes in, she's like a, con- a convict on the run, and she's going to hide at this high school and be sort of the drama teacher slash gym coach. And she's going to coach the basketball team and also run the uh, drama club. Yeah, but we just won this movie an Oscar. <laughs> we just like it went from Disney Channel to $500 million domestic. Yeah. Nobody had an issue with uh, the drama teacher storming into the boys locker room. I always had an issue. Even as a kid, I was like, what is she doing? Like, um, but none of the none of the students. Or the the teachers apparently. Initially. Yeah, um, I just can't believe how big it is the locker room. Yeah, Akiva, that uh, did you feel like the, is this a weird setup for like a, in your high school? Did the gym teacher have his desk like a uh, right with like the where the lockers were? So my gym teacher was ninety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like eighty eight or ninety. No, way. well, because he was the basketball coach. He was like a legendary basketball coach, but he also taught gym. Yeah. Um so But why is she surprised I, like, uh, the, the, the teacher Felipe? Did did Kelsey the composer make the list of callbacks? Did she go over the drama teacher's head? No, she she heard them singing with Kelsey in the auditorium, came back, said you get a callback, and then I don't know, like, is this she, a prank? She yeah, she thinks she's being set up by the coach to to mess with her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It is his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Akiva, dad does not want Troy to 
have a relationship. He finds uh, yeah. Troy and Gabby in the gym. It's like, get out of here, you hussy. <laughs> yeah, he, he is like, oh, she's not. Yeah, Keep she's your not hands away from my son. If you're still in the gym practicing, practice still going on. She's got to leave. No mm-hmm. girls allowed in the basketball gym. Uh, no girls yeah. allowed in this gym. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's like the dad is such a not fully fleshed out character. Mm-hmm. Like you don't hear the dad singing at all. Like I want to hear the dad's perspective. Could you beat want... this guy up, Akiva? No, he, he, I feel like he, him and his old TikTok minions would come after me. Bart <laughs> but why do you feel like then you could beat up Kyle Chandler? Well, Bart Johnson, I feel like is a bigger dude. I didn't realize Kyle Chandler was big. How tall? Is, get, I, I think that it's just that Zac Efron is short. Okay. I, I still don't. I mean, like if I wait a little while, he'll get older. So maybe Matt, I'll does Bart Johnson talk about how tall he is on TikTok? Um, haven't seen that one. I mean, he is, uh, so, he's in his 50s. He's past pushing 50. He's already, mm-hmm. I think, I think in 10 years I'll be able to take him. Pushing 60. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, who do you think would win in basketball, you or Zach Efron, Akiva? That's a good question. I, I need to know more about Efron's basketball skills. I will say my first note was when at practice, someone passed him the ball and he looks, very uncomfortable catching the ball. It made me nervous that maybe he is like not even able to catch a, a ball. Mm-hmm. At which point he did get jacked. Didn't he get jacked for he's that a, movie yeah, with he, the rock? The big yes. watch movie. He's in very good shape. But, um, so Zach, like Ef- can Zach maybe, Efron play basketball? I Googled this. Uh, Zach Efron doesn't play basketball very often in real life, but he does know how to play according to uh, celebanswers.com. Nobody's good at basketball, but doesn't play. Yeah, he really spoke about this being a plus when he landed the role in 17 again. Zach enjoys sports in general, though, and he spends a lot of time outdoors and at the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're good at basketball, you play basketball. That's basically like, mm-hmm. it's the sport that if you like, it's like, I'm great at yoga. Do you do yoga? No, I, I don't do it. Like, it's, if, you're, if you're a basketball player, you play basketball. Yeah. So, um, like, maybe he can dribble and shoot, and he's not, like, the most yeah. inept actor in the history of the world, but he's not good. According to an answer on Quora, uh, is Zac Efron really good at basketball? No, he is not. By looking at his basketball skills in the movie High School Musical, it seems that he just learned to play basketball for the role of Troy Bolton. Maybe he did play basketball growing up, but not to the extent that he is good at it. He even Here's said he plays irony, golf Rob. better than basketball. The irony is yeah. that diehard theater kids Sometimes, because theater can be uh, very time-consuming also. Or it's not that they'll never play sports, but they are probably less likely to play sports. Their, you know, productions could be the whole year round. Mm-hmm. He's probably not going to be on the basketball team. Maybe he was singing and dancing when he was a kid. Or even not in school, because he was probably going out for commercials and auditions and stuff. Maybe he didn't really, you know, learn how to play basketball like a pro. I don't know. He stuck to the status quo. Yeah. I do know that the rehearsal process for like the basketball scenes in particular were very like, they did a lot of days for those specifically Corbin blue has said that he walked around in the movie. You see it. He walks around with the basketball all the time. to like, just be comfortable with the basketball. He said he slept with the basketball a few times. Oh. So like they, they really worked hard on like basketball skills, especially for the team. Uh, maybe not hard enough, hard enough according to Akiva. Akiva. And then uh, this article on EliteDaily.com says that uh, Zach Efron might not be as tall as you think. Uh, chalk it up to those insane abs and dreamy blue eyes, but I never really noticed that Efron is 5'7". He keeps getting short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I think... Look, that's I why he wants basketball. to be a singer, because there's no expectations on you there. He's yeah, just, he doesn't uh, have a future in the NBA, I don't think. No, that's fine. 
I won't tell you where his story is going to end up in uh, the third movie. But does he uh, get drafted? Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, Akiva, do you think that he skips college altogether and goes right to the NBA like LeBron? Like he's he's the Kobe and LeBron, <laughs> yeah, of his era. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to say he goes to like whatever the fake Duke is is where he goes to college. Except oh. maybe at the end he's like, do I go on the drama scholarship or on the basketball scholarship? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's I'm sure what happens. I nailed it. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe we'll just predict what happens in the other movies. Okay. Um, where where are we? Uh, so they kick the uh, Gabby out of the gym. Everybody's mad at Troy. Um, so uh, we have the the brother and sister. They're spying uh, and they're trying to like what get some blackmail, Felipe. Yeah, they. They are trying to understand because they also think that they're being punked by Miss Darbus yeah. or by whoever. So a lot of punk everyone, a lot of conspiracy theories. They even think that they're on punked and he drops Ashton Kutcher mm-hmm. as a reference. Uh, but they they are trying to meddle. The, the friends are trying to meddle. Everyone's just trying to meddle with them and like get their own priorities in line. Yep. So they concoct the plan, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. so there's basically like they stage like an intervention and, uh, like the basketball team is like, so, like saying like, Hey, Troy, we're really, we're really worried about you and this girl. And Akiva, I felt like that he really goes way overboard in terms of like, uh, what? Like, I don't even like this girl. She's means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all, like if my team came to me, it's like, we can't win, uh, the championship because you like a girl. Like what is going on? Yeah, here? you guys are a bunch of like, losers. The whole team meeting. Yeah, yeah like worry about uh, what, worry about yourselves. Crazy. Yeah, you you guys are haters. You guys are you're, a bunch of haters. Mad because I'm freaking dating Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, and then uh, plot twist that, that these these guys were bugging the conversation, and then they had a webcam going streamed directly to Gabby, who's with her friends watching the the live feeds of all this. And uh, she sees every second of it, Matt. Yeah, it's uh, pretty messed up on uh, both ends of the, these friends, so-called friends, uh, you know, to, to be one of the, you know, they're trying to get Troy out of the musical and they talk him into saying all these awful things that it, obviously we see that Gabriella is watching. So she's not too happy. And that's going to kind of lead us into the second half of the movie of just, you know, what is going to happen between yeah. the two of them? They can't be in the in the show together if they don't even if. Gabriella's mad at Troy and Troy said all these things. So, I mean, I don't know how he didn't notice the camera in front of his face, but you know, that's fine. I think it was in the photo of his dad. That's what I assumed. Like, mm. it's yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, they really get one over on <laughs> Troy and then uh, he goes to Gabby and she is not having any of it. Forget it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're done. Sad girl. We're done. There was me. Yeah. And, and then, she is has singing a song in her her inner monologue, yeah. right? Yes, I yeah. believe that. I believe what did that. you think of Rob the giant? So worked up about it. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to understand it. Happen. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of the giant poster with his face like giant on the wall? Like I didn't have that in my high school for any of the sports teams. Yeah, there was a lot of merch. I've never seen that. Yeah, I've never seen that in in high school sports ever. Like even LeBron's face, mm-hmm. which has like famously been on murals like all over the country. I don't think was on a mural like inside of his high school while he was still there. Like yeah. maybe now it's there. At mm-hmm. like, well, I, he was I no think, uh, Troy. He was no Troy. That is true. And mm-hmm. LeBron, yeah. 
Yeah, you, can't, you um, just can't do that. People are going to come up and draw things all oh, over. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, no question. Like, can't do there that. isn't one kid in the school that's drawing like a wiener on, like, whatever. <laughs> it's like, come on. And the, I, in college, it's like, you can't really do it because then you get in trouble. Like, oh, you're making money off them. I've never seen it in non-professional yeah. sports. In fairness, like his dad the is the team. coach. His dad's making all the money. You, you, do you think his dad, um, you think his dad commissioned this picture? Yeah, his this dad signed of, like, off the on the likeness. So it is wild. I mean, I guess they're in like the city championship of Albuquerque, uh, one of the highest bas- you know, level basketball uh, you know, mm-hmm. states in the in the uh, uh, in the country. I don't know. It's like uh, it, it feels like. First of all, we see him play one. <laughs> see him play one. We, he shoots once in the whole movie. I can't emphasize enough like how disappointed I am in the basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's probably a reason why you only see it once. If it was good, they would show you more. They must have realized that he. Yeah, because. The montage would have, I mean, maybe it's expensive. You have to have fans in the crowd and stuff. The montage would have been so easy to do when every sports movie ever has had it, except for this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, it's more prominent. They're talking, about like, talking about like, oh, you know, uh, from 1992, remember uh, Donald, the, the, the dunk master <laughs> Davidson? And they're like, yeah. And, like, and then you think Triple like, D. well, yeah. And then you think like, well, Zac Efron can't dunk. Like, he probably can't even hit a layup. Like, it took me out of the movie <laughs> yeah. when they talk about a guy on the team dunking like, this should have been like the fifth grade team. <laughs> so now all of a sudden, Troy is heartbroken. He can't hit any shots. So this was easy to get, Akiva. This was like, all right, Zach, just uh, play basketball. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're wow. walking past each other in the cafeteria. And then uh, that they're real. They're not even uh, there's no uh, connection there anymore. And that's when Chad and Taylor realize uh, they've made a uh, huge mistake, right, Matt? Yeah, that's it. again. It was really messed up what they decided to do, and uh, now not only did they, you know, they got the the mission is accomplished. Now these two are going to be in their respective clubs. They're not going to do the musical, uh, but now they don't even like talk to each other anymore, and that's just wrong. Like these two had a connection; they they became friends. Like why why do we have to go this far? Mm-hmm. You can assume off screen that they're like their heads are not in the games that they're participating in, whether it's the science decathlon or that basketball. Like they're shocked yeah. with both. So heartbreak is distracting. But the reality yeah. I think here is that so I think that Chad actually uh, just has a crush on Taylor, and this was like an excuse to like uh, get in cahoots with her on something. So, so you have watched the second movie. Oh well, I mean they end up together at the end. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah. No. Obviously, the uh, the love connection is uh, brewing there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they get to uh, yeah spend some more time together, talking it all out. And Akiva, Chad was uh, the name that Clarence uh, g- uh, gave you. Yeah, I'm Chad. <laughs> Chad Wieneker. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So they're gonna. Work on uh, getting them all uh, back together, and uh, Felipe, uh, it works. Yeah, the two of them work this out. Yeah, uh, then Troy's gonna. Oh, yeah, he's gonna come to her house. Uh, the yeah. First, yeah, there's a meeting with the basketball team. They say we want you to get back together with her. We're all on, on the team. Rob, would you ever do this for uh, for a girl if you were in hot water? Show oh, I think I say it's like if it, was there a podcast? There was a podcaster, and I was like, hey, like uh, oh, that that your no. your uh, the, your new relationship is really taking you away from the podcast. No, I mean like you know, back it up however many years, and Nicole's mad at you. Nicole's you mad at me when I go. Porch. So like, uh, I'm trying to think of like uh, like all the times that Nicole is mad at me. Uh, mm-hmm. How if I showed up at her house. Uh, what I find is if she's mad at me and she doesn't want to see me, she doesn't want to see me. 
Yeah, and Gabrielle's mom said she doesn't want to talk to you. She, like basically, like she just she needs some time. She needs some space. Like you know, maybe yeah. another time. And he's like, no, I'm going to talk to her right yeah. now. I'm going to yeah. hop my way up there and uh, if thing. I showed up at Nicole's house and she didn't want to see me. I think I'd get drop kicked off the balcony. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Akiva, what if uh, you know that uh, when when your daughters are older, uh, they break up with a guy and then he shows up like on uh, the second floor of your house? Uh, are you annoyed with that? Um, so they've broken up. They're not on good terms, and he's on the second floor of my house. Yeah, what do you like? Climb up the, up the tree? Yeah, yeah. Terrace is that what it's called? Yeah. Did he scale the wall? Does he have a rope ladder? Yeah, I mean. I'd have some questions. I mean, he's got ups. Don't forget, it's yeah. this is Troy Murray. It was all off screen. Whatever Troy he Bolton. did. One of the great athletes in in the whole podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, this guy is interesting. He's uh, he's got stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All my daughters, all my well, everyone, my daughter brings home. They have to they have to come on the podcast and get approval yeah. from the <laughs> put it on the wheel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, they're back together, Gabby and Troy. It's all happening. Uh, they're going to. Uh, now have the call back. So now we see uh, brother and sister, boyfriend, girlfriend. They're going to now uh, change the time of the audition. Uh, this is a smart play, I thought. Yeah, very uh, intuitive and a smart play. She And in my memory, I thought she had changed the, the basketball game and the science decathlon. But then this was a much smarter move. I was like, yeah. I played myself in that memory. Akiva, this would be like if somebody was like uh, trying to compete with me, like, uh, or like uh, either the, maybe they didn't want me to be on a podcast. They'd like, uh, like schedule something that Nicole is making me do, like at the same time the podcast is going to record. Yeah, that is funny. The idea of like, yeah, um, what if Nicole started cross planning? Like, no, you got to watch the boys during her nap. Sorry. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, in, in fairness, I'm supposed to be watching my kids all the time during. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, so that's not. You'd have to like uh, have me like have to go somewhere during Renat. Mm-hmm. So we've been. Yeah, it would be funny if you started like cross booking like multiple podcasts at the same time, though. Mm-hmm. You think you'd do that? Like go on two podcasts and just like mute one. Let's and talk see. And then Could mute I the other, do but... two podcasts at the same? time so sort of like uh the scene like in uh, like all the movies where the person's like on uh, like uh two dates um i think i I might have to do something like uh you know be on one and it's like oh i think my kid is crying like uh hold on Mm -hmm. let me let me mute and then uh go and like have the other microphone in the other room and then be on that podcast for like five minutes like oh i think i have bad internet that's that we should put that on the wheel rob does two podcasts (laughs) (laughs) simultaneously records two podcasts okay where would the other one air uh, it's two. It's the next two episodes of Renap. We're concurrently uh, at the same both time. Of at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's like uh, we're doing like a game show and a season three episode. Are you on both of them time. though? I'm. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. How do you go back and forth? Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe yeah, like gotta, we're taking turns. Two different podcasts. Mm-hmm. T-Bird on one line and and a keyboard. Oh, I got it. Okay, so Maybe... it's like Renap and talking with T-Bird at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I could do because uh, T-Bird <laughs> asks a lot of questions and then yeah, goes back and forth with the guest for a while. All right. Rob, 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 really would be a way. It's like two X for your real life, Rob. That's really like yeah, that would be very productive. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, so how are they going to do this, Akiva? Uh, It's a a game, and the decathlon, and the callbacks are all at the same exact time. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, this is the best part of the movie that they like put this. They they put a whole scheme together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with Sharpay and 
Ryan should have done is said that we go second because then they like there was no room for them because they went first and gave them time to to come up with a plan. That's that's the logic in her plan. That's poorly thought out by by the incestuous twins. Yeah. Why is this so important to Ryan and Gabby? They both have other interests. Why can't they just sing together like, hey, let's just go to karaoke Every single night, I'll come to your house. We'll, uh, you know, sing our faces off every single night, and I'll play basketball, and you be on the academic decathlon. Like, why is it so important that they have to star in the musical? I think it's Kelsey's idea. Like, she has her fingerprints all over this. She, she doesn't like Sharpay. Yeah, yeah. Um, we see the tension throughout the movie. Mm. Uh, I think Kelsey is little fingering this. <laughs> yeah, the scenes. Yeah, like why can't uh, I feel like that this relationship is doomed? Because uh, why why does they need the musical to have the relationship? It's like both of them are discovering this like talent or this this passion that they have for music at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. It's like kindergarten, uh, kind Rob. of a unique experience. Are they in love with each other or music? Um, each other, each other first and foremost. But no spoilers, the heartbreak, <laughs> the human emotion, plays a lot more uh, uh, leads to a lot more heartbreak than uh, any kind of uh, you know song romance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like so. a, look at Akiva and me. Like we met because we both mm-hmm. loved Seinfeld, and now we don't mm-hmm. even talk about Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is your friendship like yeah, we don't need Seinfeld to save the friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's like saying why don't you and Akiva just talk without having a podcast? It's like oh wait, oh sign people. Elsewhere? More people are subscribed to Seinfeld, so I guess it's over for us. Like mm-hmm. we should have done that. Yeah, just, <laughs> why don't you guys just talk somewhere else, and you know somebody else can record Renap. Mm-hmm. All right. So I mean I don't want that. I'm just saying. We got a big plan yeah. going on. All right. They've uh they've hatched who's the architect of this plan, Felipe? I gotta think it was Taylor. Like, Taylor. Chad, I don't know if Chad is coding uh what's computer science things into the mm-hmm. into the uh, scoreboard. Yeah. But I, I think it seemed like Taylor's the guys the just uh, didn't have a lot to do with this plan. Uh, seems like this was all between Gabby and uh, Taylor too. All right, step one: we're going to then uh, win the academic decathlon, or at least do well, and then hack into the basketball gym, and then make all of the lights turn off, uh, which was good because they didn't have a lot of lighting anyway, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the fire alarm going off also? Yeah, they, they start a experiment that goes wrong and they need to evacuate the room and the decathlon yes. as well. Now, do they get docked points for an experiment? Like, this is supposed to be like a scientific uh, face-off. If you have an explosion on your side of the lab, is that a demerit? should be. Should, Matt, do should they, you be disqualified if you have a, an explosion in your half of the lab? I feel like you should, but like, do they have it go off on both ends? I can't even picture it. Yeah. Or was it just, I think it might've just been the one yeah, it uh, just been the mm-hmm. thing that was going off, yeah. but uh, I'm sure she had it under control. They now, ended up winning. Akiva, did they uh, risk, was this risky to have like an evacuation from the gym that wasn't going to evacuate the whole school? Yeah. Why do they just evacuate the one room? That is strange. And right? there's also an normally. explosion in the chemistry lab. Like again, mm-hmm. Felipe said that like, maybe this school is over like nine acres, mm-hmm. a different a, campus a for the theater. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think they should have evacuated the whole school with mm-hmm. two explosions. Look, I, if this is 2021, we're going to evacuate the whole school. We're not going to take any chances. Yeah. Call well, I think 2006, they do that too. I don't mm-hmm. know. This is like, yeah, 
But but then, so why does everybody evacuate to the gym for these callbacks? I didn't understand. Why does the, why does, was this part of the plan? Well, they went to support Trey and Gabriella. Uh, and then I made think them people more just nervous. followed them. Yeah. I Gabriella mean, they, they knew there was froze. nothing actually wrong in the school. Like all this was all under control. So everybody goes off to the auditorium and, and uh, yeah, this is the plan coming to life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we have the audition and uh, Akiva, they nailed it. They crush the audition. They get the parts over the twins who are now the understudies. Shouldn't the twins be like other have other roles? Like they didn't even make the play. That seems a little wild. Mm-hmm. It might be a two person play. Oh yeah, Probably we don't not. know. It could yeah, it could be a two hander. Romance. We, we don't know yeah. what the play is, right? <laughs> Spring musical. Mm-hmm. It could be Romeo and Juliet. Who knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, um, and then. We go back to the basketball game, get uh, Troy back there, and the Wildcats uh, win the championship. Uh, I wrote in my notes, so much winning, Akiva. Uh, yeah, every yeah, and Gabby won. Win yeah, everybody's winning, except for Sharpay and her and her <laughs> bro- boyfriend brother. Every <laughs> I mean, she won cookies from Zeke. Yeah, she does get cookies at the end. That's a win. Um, but yeah, it is true. It's a double. Yeah, he gets the spot in the play. Wins the girl and the basketball game within like five minutes of each other. Quite a day for Zach Efron. Big day. Mm-hmm. Big day. And then uh, we have our big uh, closing number. Uh, we're all in this together. And, and no lies detected. We are. Yeah. We are indeed. And if you did not know the choreography to this song as a child, uh, what were you doing with your life if you were, if you consider yourself a high school musical fan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You- Rob and Akiva uh, obviously don't know this, but they had uh, commercials. All yes. the time on Disney Channel of uh, to learn, learn the, the dance, dance. yeah, and yeah. it was the actors that were like in between commercial breaks. They would show you here's two more parts of the you know it's uh, down down up clap, uh, and then you know every commercial break there would be more, and then eventually you would just do the whole at least main part of the chorus together. Hmm. Yeah, the, they did a dance along. They did a sing along version of this movie. They did uh, the one with the trivia notes where they would pop up little like bubbles, being like, yes. "Zach Efron was sick during this day, so they actually had to film this scene or whatever." That, that I made that fact up, but mm-hmm. they would. They every time they ran it, they tried to do a new spin, and then they took this with all the other decoms moving forward. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, any other interesting uh, facts from High School Musical? Um, I want to talk about like in the moment. So they did, uh, they used to do this thing with the Muppets where they did, uh, this Saturday night live sort of skit on in, in like commercial breaks. And they did bop to the top with Miss Piggy, Sharpay and Kermit the Frog. And that is probably my favorite version of the song where Miss Piggy and Sharpay fight for the spotlight. Um, and I thought that might be like a little Renap mm-hmm. connected. Yeah. And I, I we we talked about the Muppets season three, episode seven. Yeah, um, and then Ashley Tisdale also gets to do the Ryan part of this number in the Sweet Life High School Musical episode. And then oh. the only thing else I have is uh, I brought some Twitter and Instagram numbers for the cast, if anyone. Okay, like uh, how many followers? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if this interests you. Yeah. Yeah. So Is, is Efron on Twitter or is he just on Instagram? He is on both. Everyone's on both. Everybody's on both. Hi. Okay. So is Zach Efron an active tweeter? He is not. His most recent tweet was about some new movie about a rabbit that he's doing. Hmm. Um, yeah. I'm going to guess six and a half million for Efron. Uh, you know what? Akiva has a, a much better finger on the pulse for these types of things. Uh, so I, I won't, I won't dispute it. I'll say, I'll, I'll say if anything, uh, like, I, I don't even know, like what, like what are the biggest people on Twitter up to? 
I think a hundred million ish. Hundred million ish. I, I, I haven't checked in a while. Yeah. So I, I have no idea. I'll say higher than six. Rob would get it. He has fifteen point five. Yeah, he's got oh, that wow. PR team, Akiva. Yeah, you're right. I, I mean, he yeah. said he never tweeted. I think I thought maybe that. Would... By the way, two best lines in the movie. Before we guess a couple more for things, uh, I like the. Uh, he doesn't know the difference between Tony, the Tony Award, and Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. Also, did anybody catch that Vanessa Hudgens when talking about playing basketball? She says, "I scored forty-one points on the championship game in basketball." I did not catch that on the championship game. That made it into the final edit of, uh, unless they're trying to say like, maybe they're trying to show that she doesn't know basketball so much that she can't even like speak. I think that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, because like then the she says thing? that she like created the microwave popcorn and invented mm-hmm. the the space Hubble or something. Like I think she was all being fish. Okay, fine. Uh, Hudgens, how many Insta followers does she have, Rob? What do you Insta think? Insta followers. Mm. Uh, 10 million. Oh, I'm going to say like 90 million for Vanessa Hudgens. 40.6. How much? 40? 40.6 million. That's a lot. We're, we're both way off, but that is yeah. a lot. Yeah. And is Efron, I'm going to say Efron's lower than 40. I'm going to say he's 33. Rob, do you have a guess? On Instagram? Uh, what, Guys she, don't do as well on Instagram. Yeah, I'll, I'll say uh, 20 million. Yes, forty-six million. Wow, wow. he's the, he's the number one for both categories. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what about Ashley Tisdale? Ashley Tisdale has twelve point six million That's on Twitter, good. and then on Insta thirteen point four. So About the same on Instagram and Twitter. That is pretty rare, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest disparity was Elisa Rulin, who plays Kelsey. She has only two hundred and fifty-four <laughs> followers. I have more followers than her. Oh, um, she deserves better. Yeah, um, the compo- then, the but, playmaker. Yeah. Oh, really? She didn't become anything. Is she in the next two movies? She's yeah, she's in the two movies, movies but and she didn't like, and she sense. has no follow. I mean, I guess like this pre-social media, even the yeah. third one. But man, her last one was rough. in 2013. To be fair to her, her Instagram okay, is 226k. So okay, fine. So mm-hmm. that's, not, that's not that bad. Still okay. monetize that selfie or something. Yeah. Um, I did also like the library scene where Chad like. It, the librarian shushes them and Chad is always like, I'm trying to tell him, Miss Librarian Lady. Um, he's he's being too loud. Mm-hmm. Have, yeah. I want to ask you guys, has Rob and my critique of the movie, and we didn't like it, it's not like we're like, oh, this is the worst thing we've ever seen yeah. by any stretch. Has Rob, but has Rob and my critiques of the movie made it any, like, have we lowered it in esteem in your eyes or no? no. You just think that we're boomers. If you think yeah. there was a chance that that would have happened. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. oh, we we, we point, weren't that so. hard, right? No, we weren't. No, hard, it's fine. Like, it's wall. fine. It's like a but it's a that's a it's a uh, movie for mm-hmm. like uh, teenagers from yeah. fifteen years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. it probably be critical are... if we didn't watch it. Like, like, Chappelle, like I don't Chappelle. think Frozen was for me, and I like the Frozen songs. Like, you get sick of them, but I thought those were like mm-hmm. much better. Like my critique, see, are, that's that's, that's the songs a, weren't exciting. Yeah, it's a little different. Like that's a yeah. this one's like made for teenagers. I understand. Like, oh, know. I understand. But it's it it's the popularity is of like a major motion picture. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I agree. I hear what you're saying. They didn't have the budget, certainly for the first one. Yeah, yeah. and that and the basketball; those are my two main critiques. And like, I, we could have got more of the background of like the parents. Stuff, but mm-hmm. so, did you have a favorite song, either of you? Like, if you had to pick one, what was? Yeah, the closing number of uh, that was the best. That we're was all the best. In this the least favorite catch ahead in the game. I'm still like buzzing over yeah. the fact yeah. they did a basketball dance scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rob, I, I know this is not a Survivor podcast, and I'm sorry to Akiva uh, for this but, uh, two seconds, but can you guys indulge me? I, I sent a tweet in our chat. Um, I tweeted this out June 22nd, 2019. Um, I didn't put uh, the... Well, I put a lot of thought into it, but I didn't think it was going to um, 
people were going to agree with my pick so much, I decided to uh, cast Survivor players as uh, high school musical uh, in the high school musical roles. I'm curious what your thoughts are. If you can, if you have the tweet. Okay, up. so this is uh, you've cast Gabby and Troy as. Uh, n- Natalie, both, uh, sorry, uh, Natalie Tenerelli and uh, Michael Yerger. Now, this is just, you're just going for the aesthetic. Natalie Bolton would have been funny. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Like, Uh, could we we just throw them into the movie? And and a little bit of personality as well. I love the Ryan pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And then you have uh, the brother and sister uh, dating couple as uh, Abby Maria and uh, this is uh, Adam. Adam, Adam Klein. Adam Klein. Yeah. Um, and then you have uh, uh, Corbin Blue is Davy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have uh, then uh, this is Taylor. Mm-hmm. Tasha yeah. Fox. Tasha Fox. Tasha's, you know, maybe not a high schooler anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think. Oh, I and then the coach is who is is Reynolds. Reynolds yeah, Topher. Reynolds. Hmm. I feel like he fits in nicely there. And then this was this is coming off the heels of Edge of Extinction. So, uh, of course, you got to get Reem Daly in as uh, Mrs. Darvis. I, I would say I think Monica Padilla it would be my Gabriella casting. And then, like, maybe a Cole would be Troy. That's, that's, that was my first, like, gut reaction. Okay. Um, Cole's much to, bigger than Troy. True. Uh, yeah, you need, to pa- you need to pick, uh, like, Spencer Bledsoe. Or, no, someone short to play, the, mm-hmm. to play <laughs> Troy. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, retweet this on uh, the day this comes out. To see, uh, there's better picks out there. Just, just thought I'd get your takes. Okay, Mike Bloom with the best casting though. Sebastian as the skater kid who plays the cello. Yes. <laughs> All right. There you yes. go. All right. Uh, we did it. Uh, High School Musical. We were all in this together. Musical one, baby. Yeah. Yeah. High School Musical That's one. Right, Akiva. We're stuck to the status quo. <laughs> okay. Just one. All right. Two to go. So, uh, Felipe, anything else? Um. This might be a question that we could ask in the mailbag, but like this, the, how do you feel about more of this kind of content? I, the- I, I think that is 100% uh, based on the response okay. to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So again, be chill people. Be chill if you want this content. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, that's what, that's my biggest indicator of, ooh, audience likes this. Audience doesn't like this. Ooh, hot stove. Mm-hmm. Don't touch it again. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. how. I make my decision. Don't decisions. think they'll be mad at our take. Look, if, yeah. if if Robin Akiva aren't the best people to be talking about the shows that we loved as children, that's why we mm-hmm. all are creating our own shows. To you know, that's right. You guys, so true. Dragon okay. podcast, so true. Choir room. We'll talk about it yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. it's okay. Um, Rob, it's, if, it's it's time for the start of something new. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost. Uh, and yeah. then uh, Matt, anything else for you from High School Musical? Uh, no, again, you know, I'm not, uh, we could sit here and gush over it for hours and hours, but that's the, not exactly the point of this. I guess we were just all going through it all together, all mm-hmm. together. So, uh, had a lot of fun. Hopefully everybody enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, Matt, where can, uh, people check out more of what you're doing? Yes. Um, so in the, in the realm of singing, uh, high schoolers, yeah, Aman, Adwin, and I do still have our Glee podcast where we, uh, already completed the entire rewatch of Glee. That was months ago. Uh, now we're currently going through all the characters from the show. And then after that's done, we're just going to keep talking about the show and whatever else pops up. So that is the choir room, anywhere you get your podcasts. And I also talk about the challenge over on the Dom and Colin podcast, if you are interested in that. Um, but that's what is up in my world. Okay. And then Felipe, how about for you? 
Uh, so Jacob and I are doing Scooby-Doo movies on Brazilian Dragon, but also we're doing other content. Akiva's biggest stand, Jacob. Yes. Uh, sorry to bury the lead. Akiva's biggest stand, Jacob. Uh, he what does is- he like more, Scooby-Doo or Akiva? Akiva, 100%. Like, he- you buy that, Akiva? Well, I, we established he likes uh, Cracking knuckles. knuckles more than me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, he, we got into this theory that maybe Jacob is a time-traveling Akiva um, in, this, in the latest episode. Jacob's uh, a time-traveling Akiva. Because, yeah. Oh, Akiva man. doesn't believe in time travel. work to travel through time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't believe in time travel and UFOs. Yeah. Uh, and also, it would Anything be a lot. Anything sci-fi, even if I had Akiva's out. Yeah. Clearly, that was my idea because even Jacob would know this. Polar bears on the Akiva. island. <laughs> hmm Polar bear I'll burger at uh, City Field. Yeah. Even if I had... Rob, even if I had uh, a time travel machine, I still probably wouldn't use it. It, sound, it seems like a lot of work. A lot and of work. You gotta undo the past when you mess up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we're also talking Disney Channel movies over there. We did a podcast on Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, which some of those recipes were wild. It's, it's, it's a little bit like High School Musical. Uh, he's a baseball player who wants to cook. Uh, no singing, though. Um, but that's, that will be released this weekend. So. Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Some of those recipes are unhinged. He puts a, in his fried chicken batter, he puts Fruit Loops and other sugars. And like that that's a movie that would be fun to hear yeah. you two discuss. What if because Eddie that one was is, Whoopi Goldberg's character from Eddie? Ooh, that, that might yeah. improve the movie. Like even, movie the wild. Knicks are good for the first time since Eddie. That's right. Yeah, that's um, no. Really I, think, I think actually they the they uh, they went to the. I mean, there was a few uh, like late nineties uh, playoff appearances uh, since then. Well, when did Eddie come out? I think in ninety six. Oh yeah, because so they, they actually the were, they actually were stuck. good when Eddie came out, and but in the movie they yes, sunk. Yeah, yeah, right. In the movie there was like, <laughs> maybe, Eddie was actually uh, set in uh, like twenty seventeen. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, Whoopi's a time traveler too. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, what you doing? The Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. Yes. So we just did an we just recorded an episode with Touchdown Tommy, which uh, we also talk about detention stories and how Tommy's detention included. Gardening. Oh, I believe it. Um, and uh, AJ Norris was on our last episode, and that one was also a wild time. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, a lot of, uh, of crossover with uh, Ashley, Renap. Yes, Ashley Tisdale crossover there. Yes, yeah. she all... plays Candace. Yeah. All right, Akiva. Anything else on the High School Musical? No, uh, I'm happy we watched it. Now, it's like uh, one of the things I like about this podcast, we cross off some of my and sometimes your major pop culture blind spots. Maybe we'll do that again. Maybe we'll watch Star Trek (laughs) next week or something else. Uh, Maybe we will. Let's see what comes up on the wheel. Who knows? All right. We're going to take a quick break. Mm -hmm. When we come back, mailbag uh, 132 here on uh, Rob Nakiva. Need a podcast. As a veteran, I live with health impacts from my service. VA gives me exceptional care and helped me gain the best quality of life. Get what you earned. Visit choose.va.gov. Not all veterans are eligible for the type or amount of benefits mentioned here. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Mailbag. 132 fans. Here we are. Uh, overtime after the uh, big basketball uh, movie, High School Musical. Uh, Matt Ligori is uh, not with us, but Felipe is here to talk about this week's uh, mailbag. Uh, Uncle Kiwi, how are you doing for the second half? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm excited to get into the mailbag. It's it sweeps month, Rob. So there's a lot going on in the mailbag. Very busy mailbag. Yep. Yep. Okay. So uh, tell me about uh, sweeps month. Uh, well, we're going to put some big sort of like big ticket items on the mailbag. And we are? I think so. Yeah. I mean, ho- hopefully. And then we're also going to the last time we did sweeps month, I think, was a year ago. You know, also a lot of Story big episodes out. came up. Yeah. So a lot of people were very excited about the uh, white wedding that we talked about uh, last week with Kelly on uh, mm-hmm. the mailbag. So uh, people are hyped up. They were going to get, what, their tacos and champagne ready to go? <laughs> tacos and champagne. Yeah. I bet it wasn't on Cinco de Mayo this week. Yeah. Well, it could be next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we have to wear suits for this wedding, Rob. We, we have to wear a suit. We have to wear wedding clothes. I don't know if it's like a full suit, like something you'd wear to a wedding. Hmm. Okay. Can you handle that? I, I mean, are, are your I'll get I'll away? get dressed up. Look, okay. you, you don't you won't know what my bottoms are. I want to less. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to wear suit pants. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And also, like, because it will be a video episode. You, um, yeah, I, I think we have to. I, you want to more than I do. Like to me, I haven't worn a suit famously in years. You're suggesting it to me. I know, but listen, it's it's the right thing to do. We mm-hmm. have to wear. A, we can't come to this wedding in a t-shirt. You know, can't okay. can't be there in our in our like Renap t-shirt and just uh, disgrace. Felipe, you getting dressed up for Kelly White's wedding? Can I wear the the Tyson tuxedo shirt? Mm-hmm. As as does okay. that count? I think it's okay. Better than nothing. I I mean, Kelly said she's going to wear her wedding dress. Rob, you can't just respond with like a seeds baby t-shirt. <laughs> what if, if it was something Renap? What if it was a Renap shirt? I guess if there was like a Renap wedding shirt. Yeah. Oh, merch. Get the merch going. <laughs> white wedding, baby. Yeah. I don't know. The white thing, who knows? It could it could be con- it could be controversial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be careful with your puns there, Akiva. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Let's put let's start by putting something on the wheel, one of the big ticket items, a sequel. Okay. Okay. Um, let's put, as long as you're okay with it, Song of the Summer 2 on the wheel. Uh, We're getting <laughs> close to the summer. Well, I mean, what else do I have to say? Yeah. Uh, we're getting close to the summer. You know, it could come up next week, but at this point, we don't want to start it after the summer. So, Will mm-hmm. from America says he's ready to to dance with us. And I think I think we got to get an earlier start. We, you know, last Should it year, get we, wheel jammed? I think eventually. I don't think it has to get wheel jammed this week or next week. But I think, like, once we come back from our little vacation, it's got to start. We got to start wheel jamming. Mm-hmm. It hasn't come up yet. Okay. So, that's, yeah, that's one big song of item. the summer too. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. Um. I mean, if we have a better name, sure. But for now, that's what we'll call it on the Felipe. Uh, 
I, I don't have a better name, but I, I just know that I can't start Hot Boy Summer without the Song of the Summer. So I need that. And that's when we know summer officially starts off. You said Hot Boy Summer? Hot Boy. Like hot Boy hot Summer. Girl, oh, okay. Hot. Is yeah. that yeah. The, what the song should be about? Hot Boy Summer? That's up to Will and you two. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really like a transcendent song. Nobody had rhymed Fauci with Ouchie until we did it, Rob. Mm-hmm. Now we're it's right. Yeah. And you didn't even get any credit. I'm still upset. Uh, mm-hmm. Story of my life, Felipe. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one more thing that can go on the wheel. It's not a sequel. Needs your permission, but we've discussed it before. Uh, I had been intending to do this for a couple of weeks. I finally got around to it. I made a form for the pet peeve off that we had. Yeah, discussed. I almost wrote back. I'm like, uh, is this sort of a nap idea pet, uh, that I don't remember that uh, the pet peeve off was uh, imminent? Yeah, we had discussed. I said I'd make a form for it like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I forgot until this week where I had other forms. Sometimes I don't like. Bombard with foreigners, but this like week I, I was gonna retweet it. I'm like, hold on, is this a 32 fans episode? I, it does you know, on the form. It does say Renette Pet. Okay, um, but yeah, I guess I could have. You know, I usually I like to tag you with that stuff, but I also feel like I'm bothering. I don't know. You're bothering me by me. tagging me. I don't know. Do you know how many people legit bother me? And then uh, <laughs> you think, but you're bothering me with tagging on a tweet. You want to retweet it? I mean, we got a ton of responses already. But you, you if you want to retweet that at some point, I mean, the you know might be the day late and a dollar short for that. You know what? Well, how about you retweet it when I when we retweet it okay. if, when it comes up? Okay. Um, but we got well over 120 responses already, and that's just people. That each person's submitting four peeves, so hundreds and hundreds of peeves. Mm-hmm. Are you okay with the pet peeve off? I think it's a good idea. So, people are telling us their pet peeves. I just want to make sure that, like, we did we like uh, crack this idea already. Of people are like, uh, oh, my pet peeve is when I make a waffle and the half the waffle gets stuck in the waffle maker and it drives me crazy. So it's sort of like, are they giving us like something that's like uh, unique to them? Something that the most annoying things in life, how, like what? Are, how are we rating these? Um. Well, the rating system we we can discuss when it comes up. We you know we're probably not going to make a bracket, but we had discussed some sort of royal rumble. Maybe it's like four coming to the ring at once, and we advance our our um you know number one peeve of the four. Mm-hmm. We rank the peeves like rank choice peeves. I'm not sure exactly how rank we'd, choice how peeves again. Like, are, are we ranking the actual thing or the like explanation? How much of we agree? Them? Like, how much we agree? Like, if Rob hates people who talk while they chew gum, like that might be your number one peeve. Yeah, Felipe. To me, I almost feel like it's the performance that I like. Uh, it could be like a super mundane thing, but if the person has like a you know epic way of describing it. No, I agree. Like when we started, when I was listening to the hot, not the hot take of uh, the stand tournament and someone said ranch, but then you hear the personality behind touchdown Tommy's voice mm-hmm. advocating for ranch. Yeah, He put it on a baby. like an example. Yeah. So I feel like that would like, if there was a way to include do, voice clips, do you want voice clips or do you, are you fine with like, I'll give you an example. Here's someone who wrote in and explained their people a bit. My biggest pet peeve is when anyone wants to share my food. Honestly, how dare you? Let me eat my own dinner, you monster. I mean, what do I do with that? I mean, it's so unoriginal of, okay, people I'm don't like to share I'm just giving you food. an example of somebody who's okay. not just saying... But I think when- we find like the most interesting ones, and you think yeah, that people would record 30 to 60 seconds of, like, give us the emotional mm-hmm. pitch of, yes. why do you hate this thing more... Then anybody hates anything else. 
Yeah, no, I think we could do that. I think we could sort of uh, narrow it down to X number, whatever mm-hmm. it is, and then have the people record them. Absolutely. Yeah. 30, 60 seconds that uh, we will just like uh, hear it and then we can react to what we're hearing. Because I think you really need to hear the hate. Yeah, I think we could definitely do that. I think we can have, uh, we could maybe pick, you know, let's say we're going to do 30. We could pick 40 people, assuming a few people will never get to mm-hmm. record. And then, um, and, and then have them record. I think we could do that. Yeah. So step one, fill in the form. So. Step two, we'll get a hold of you and then send us back a 30 to 60 second clip. Yeah, but we already have the form. I, th- I mean, if, you, if you're fine, I think we could put it on the wheel now. That's fine. That's fine. Um, My question is, is this, like, how different is this from the hot takeoff? Like, it seems at least connected, if not, like, maybe cousins, if not siblings. I don't think it's that close. Yeah, I don't think it's that um, close either. Okay. Because the hot take I, is, like, here's an original thought, um, mm-hmm, whereas, okay. uh, like, uh, that, that I think the biggest difference is we're going to hear from people how yeah. passionate they are about these things. and. It, it's almost like that um, the pet peeve off is something that you didn't even think about. Uh, they're going to tell you why they hate it so much. Yeah. Okay. This is yeah. this is more like one. I'm not saying it's completely different in the scope of a podcast, but this is like very structured to like one thing, like things that you hate. I also think we had discussed uh, maybe sort of Robin Akiva peeves, but I didn't want to bombard yeah. the overall. Yeah, that was the, the original idea was no, that we people were that no, well, want. people were going to write in. I mean, maybe somebody's pet peeves are about us. Uh, perhaps it's very possible. Uh, I haven't gone through all, of but them. I think the original pitch was that people were going to write in, and then we were going to put on a on a bracket the things that people are, are recurring complaints that Robin Akiva have, and then whatever made it through the tournament was going to be permanently retired. And we were not going to be able to complain about said thing anymore. I think we could add that. That was like, I think the origin story of this. If you want, you're still interested in that. We could definitely. I I think it would be fun to get maybe if we had like an honorable mentions of like, uh, like if the listeners told us what our pet peeves are. So what I will. Yes. Oh, so our not pet peeves. Like I hate when Akiva says X or Rob says X. It's like. Y- yes things that, that akiva hates or rob hates <laughs> right right so that, that's that, also that. why originally i was like hesitant to do the form because it was like tricky to explain but may- maybe now here if people this, it's, well it's if easier. people want to have those just as like a fun list to have but I, if somebody mm-hmm. could have my pet peeve is when rob says blah 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 right but that might already be in the tournament who knows i'm mm-hmm. sure someone mentioned something my pet do peeve like is when rob gives like a super long disclaimer at the start of the podcast about exactly how i feel and mm-hmm. then i have to feel bad about saying how i feel because rob said he didn't want me to say how I feel to him on social media and not to listen to the podcast. And I hate when he does that. And that's my pet mm-hmm. peeve. Interesting. See, uh, I thought yeah. it was more like we talk about like, he's like, if Rob is if that waffle maker example mm-hmm. was a personal pet peeve of yours, like then that's a pet peeve that Rob talks about all the time. That's like one of the top iconic pet peeves of Rob. I think that what we want to hear is like, I want to hear the passionate pet peeves okay. of the listeners, uh, which may or may not be things that Akiva or I do. I like it. Can we call it Keeves Peeves? <laughs> That's a good name. Yeah. Lita said, what about making me peeve 26 now? <laughs> hmm. Uh, hmm. You guys, it's up to you. I, I, I'm fine for it. Six peeves. Should that, that be how many peeves are in the peeves? 26 the peeves. peeves? 26 peeves. Peeve 26. Peevis and Butthead. Peevis and Butthead's not bad. All right. Yeah. We got some names for that episode. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, P- uh, I'm peeved. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have we have a bunch of uh, new listener emails also. So those, yeah. that's two things. I that think peeved off is the right title because it's people are peeved off and it's also a peeved off. Okay. The peeved off. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. Yeah. Okay. This is from Excel Shannon. Yeah. You know Excel Shannon. Yeah. This idea I is called R. R- yeah. Think of her as Private Island Shannon. Okay, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, 2022. No, oh, that's where we should hang out. I said, you said, where do we hang out? We want to hang out on Shannon's private island. Mm-hmm. I have like a Kim Kardashian birthday. Shannon, let us know more. <laughs> Email me. Tell me more about where this private island is and stuff. And if we're really invited. Um, Give us so, the longitude and latitude. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't get hit by that falling rocket. Speaking of longitude and latitude. And what are the chances? Very slim. I mean, unless it's a nor- unless the island is like freaking Long Island or something. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Or so Shannon says Australia. Australia, that's a big island. Uh, this idea, she says, is to create a Renap-themed A to Z book. The podcast would involve coming up with a Renap-related word for each letter. E.g. A is for Akiva, as well as a one or two sentence description for each. Yeah. Afterwards, the listeners could provide the illustrations for each page that would be compiled into a finished book. Is this for babies? I don't know if it's for babies. It's like a baby-style book, but yeah. I wonder if it would be for like the but- listener. I mean, I don't you know about like, give it to your an baby. adult book of uh, Robin Akiva Need a Podcast A to Z. I mean, if it was baby's first uh, Robin Akiva Need a Podcast book. Okay. That, that's maybe what it is. Felipe, what do you think the market is for uh, Robin Akiva A to Z? Well, first of all, put that on some merch. Like, make that a real book because I think people would buy that. Like, hotcakes. Um, mm-hmm. That is something that I was considering, especially with the prospect of are you going to take a week off? If not, like, what are you going to do? And I thought of like a uh, Renap to tor- like, like this entrance exam sort of class, like this crash course on Renap history mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. podcast that one or two of you could sit out of and someone else could just like give the backstory. Like I love whenever you have like, say a Kevin Mahadeo or Latanya, come on, mm-hmm. you know, nothing about the podcast and you just try to like throw little things at them. Um, like, sit Melissa down. Denny's another You're not going to believe this. Yeah, so one of those podcasts could be like a good fill-in podcast for like the history of Renap. These are some of our references. What this if we did it for babies, Felipe? See, like that, but me, for babies. Like explain it to me like I'm five. I like that. All right, so A is for Akiva, R is for Rob. What are some other letters though, Rob? What would B be for? Hmm. B is for baby, like we were supposed to name Rowan. Yeah. C is for... Uh, as long as B for? wasn't for... I think you said B was going to be for Boomer. Oh, B is, yeah, B is not for Boomer. <laughs> like, look, like your grandpa. Yeah. C is for Craigslist Car. Um, Craigslist Car, who yeah. we are supposed to have on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Any good ones? D is for uh, this idea, which is not making the wheel. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't All know right. if it's an idea. I mean, it, it, would, might, it might be like a cute Twitter thread, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's an idea for the podcast. Nicole, make it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Um, okay. This is from Catherine, and, she, and her idea is called Complaint for a Company. Yeah. Catherine says, I've got a beef with Honda that I'd love her nap to get some attention on. It's not frivolous, but it's not that serious either. So I think it would be good for the podcast. Yeah. She says, a couple of months ago, I was in a car accident. No one was hurt, but the airbag went off, and I had some scrapes and bruises. I had a pretty big abrasion on my right wrist. And a few days after the accident, I looked at it and realized, holy crap, that's the Honda logo. When the steering wheel airbag went off, the logo in the middle of the steering wheel got super hot, and it burned me when the airbags deployed. I'm now branded with the Honda logo, possibly for life. Oh, my God. It's not actually a big issue, but it does annoy me that I wouldn't have this brand if they didn't put their stupid logo in the steering wheel. I think Honda should buy me a year's worth of scar creams, like $50. She attaches a picture for proof. 
Um, but uh, yeah, she has the scar, the Honda logo branded on her on her arm, right? So. Now. I, I almost feel like uh, Robin keeping needing up in the podcast, uh, getting involved with this is almost trivializes it. That I feel like that. Uh, w- w- um, did the listener give a name? Catherine. Catherine. Um, that Catherine should talk to a real personal injury lawyer about this. But I think she's not injured. I think she just has this scar. Yeah, that if if a thing that you own brands you with the company's logo uh, uh-huh. that uh, through and you did not want that maybe she's not a lawsuit person i feel like everyone is like either a lawsuit person like we can lawsuit. try to make it a joke but i don't know what like uh she needs she's some... not coming to us for our legal advice you know like she coming us for a comedy advice mm-hmm. well like she thinks that we could we could put some pressure on honda now if you're honda put yourself in honda shoes bill yeah. honda are you going to Say yes to this, because then everyone is going to want $50 for scar cream when they have the Honda logo. Or the, how often does this happen? Well, how often is this happening? Yeah, if it happens a lot. Then I mean, this is a class action class lawsuit. Action I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. So you think, do you think we could get her $50 if we, if we start getting everyone to tweet at Honda? I, don't, I just don't think it's that funny. Like, I, I think that she should talk to a professional about this. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like, I, I don't think it's necessarily like a podcast comedy material. Mm-hmm pretty wild story it is a wild story i'd love to get the update yeah yeah let us know yeah Catherine, we're happy to you know i'm happy to amplify i'll retweet if you want mm-hmm. to tweet it honda i mean i wanted to do was it all like i times a flat circle was it last week or two weeks ago i was saying that we should like uh see what sort of like outlandish customer service claims we could mm-hmm. make on social media right. And I feel like you didn't want to do that. And uh for the record i didn't feel like the listeners uh felt like there was a lot of traction there either but uh, I mean, this is like the real version of that. Right, right. I, it is, I mean, it's definitely interesting, um, but I agree. I don't know how it's a full episode, even if we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, Mark, Marky Mark sent in a bunch of ideas. I'll, I'll read one of them. What would be the worst company to have uh, their logo branded? Oh, that's the a good question. Ugliest logo. <laughs> what, what would the Ugliest worst? or worst company to have branded? Because I think there are some companies that are not great. Have good logos. Well, like, okay, give me an give me an example. Like, are they car companies? Oh, are we talking only car companies? Yeah, I, I, think, I was thinking like. I mean, uh, I was starting with cars. I feel like that there's definitely companies you come up with that have bad logos. Yeah, um, I think the Jaguar would be cool. Yeah, the Jaguar would be, would be cool. a cool would be a uh, a cool logo. Um, Nissan, I feel like is a uh, it's a lot of words there. Ferrari logo would be cool, but again, it's going to be backwards. It's going to be backwards. Uh, Chevy fully like it logo. I feel like is a little. Uh, I don't. That's not the look I'm going for. You're more of a uh, Mitsubishi guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vol- let us know in the comments. That's not. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like that you could have some cool logo. Uh, Mercedes logo would be cool. Uh, would you get like a Jets? Let's. What if they have like a Jets logo on the on the steering wheel? So if that ever happened to, you, at least you have like mini Jets tattoo. Meaning get branded with the Jets logo. Uh, mm-hmm. Where 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 is the uh, brand? It's like on her wrist. On her wrist. My wrist. Uh, the arm know. area. I think I'd rather get branded with the Mets logo. Yeah, the Mets logo. Okay, fine. And tell people it was a raccoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Uh. Hyundai uh, would be a cool logo to uh, get branded with. And uh, I hear that uh, Hyundai Tucson is looking pretty good. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Find out more right. at Hyundai.com. <laughs> um, this idea is Renaps Millions. Uh, the name of the idea is Renaps Millions. And we've had a lot of similar ideas. This is a slight spin on it from Marky Mark. He says, I love the 80s Richard Pryor comedy Brewster's Millions. In the movie, Brewster receives an inheritance from his deceased uncle. He has the option to take a million dollars up front where he can receive $300 million if he can complete the challenge, spend $30 million in 30 days. Okay. Uh, seems very easy, but fine. Yeah. So people have always said, like, Akiva and Rob spend money. How would we spend money? It's more of a hypothetical. In this episode, Marky Mark says, Robin and Akiva are given $100 of Shut Up Tim's money. They have an hour of real time, as in you start the podcast with a timer, no breaks, to complete a task with that money. This might involve cameo. It could involve any any way to spend a hundred dollars. Uh, we have a hundred. We have one hour to spend a hundred dollars in the most entertaining way. Why we can. is that hard? Uh, I guess that I have to make it entertaining. I guess that we also have to make it entertaining because we could just like spend a hundred dollars in five seconds and then the podcast over. Like each buy a pair of pants and then and like that's it. Or we could like uh, Felipe. I feel like that the I if act of us spending money on online commerce. I feel like is not necessarily translate to uh, exciting podcasting. Maybe if we were on Twitch and you could see what we're putting in the shopping cart. Yeah, uh, this also kind of reminds me of the Taskmaster idea that you have on the wheel already with like doing tasks with a set time limit. Um, but if if either of you really want to spend a hundred dollars, you can always send me some money. Like. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Um, should we maybe uh, get ideas from the listeners? Like, what? Do, okay, we have a hundred dollars to spend. What? What if the podcast is we are taking uh, ideas from the listeners on how to spend it, uh, and then at the end of the, the hour winner, we have to yeah. decide it. Like, That's people are sending us Amazon items or different things that we could potentially use uh, the money for. Is a hundred dollars the right amount? Of, the right amount of money, also. What should it be? I don't know. I'm just saying, like thirty-two dollars. Based on that, whatever episode it is, 143. Yeah, whatever episode it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Like episode 143, it's $143. How do we spend it? But it has to be exact. Like mm-hmm. we have to spend it. We, we can't have a penny left over. We have to be within five cents. Yeah. So we have to be careful about how we spend it. Right. But the items you buy, then what's going to happen to them? Are you just going to keep them at your house? Like say someone tells Rob to buy like one of those giant wavy inflatable things, like just because it's the most outrageous thing. And then he buys it. What is he going to do with it? He's just going to. Mm-hmm. Keep it there. Well, like, that's what we're listening to on the podcast. But and also, people can't send us like shame us into saying like, uh, "How about you take the hundred forty three dollars and donate it to mm-hmm. childhood hunger?" Yeah, if you do that, you actually owe double that. <laughs> okay, then you have, then you have to pay the, the hundred forty three dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're welcome to do that, and then do another donation from mm-hmm. us. Absolutely, and then and then you can write us an email and say. Uh, actually, while you a-holes were wasting $143, I donated $143, and I donated it to a food shelter. Mm-hmm. We'd be like, good. That's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Uh, we try to do right. a lot this, of good. This is just happens, but, but, but sometimes we also have to like uh, try to make a fun podcast. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, speaking of fun podcasts, this is from John John. Okay, John, John Mr. Says, Fun Podcast. Mr. Fun Podcast himself. John John's idea is called This Week in TMZ. All it's right. pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Robin Akiva watch a week of TMZ news, or I guess read TMZ for a week. And uh, similar to the episode where we watch The View for a week and we talk about what's going on. All right, this is interesting. I mean, is TMZ still relevant? I think TMZ has, has like moved to a weird place where they're like a legitimate news source, you know? Yeah. So like if you see someone's, you know, TMZ broke the Kobe story, like they break stories. And I think usually if they report something, it is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Typically, typically. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like 10 years ago, TMZ was far more relevant and in the zeitgeist of mm-hmm. uh, pop culture than it is now. Um, why do you think that that is? I, I have a theory. It's a good question because I, like, I think it is true that it's more respected than it was then, but I don't know the answer to your question. So wh- I don't have a theory. I think that the uh, celebrity culture is less important now than it was uh, 10 Mm. years ago, 15 years ago. I think part of the reason you see Elon Musk hosting uh, an SNL is because that uh, the there are no celebrities anymore. Mm, Wow, that's an interesting take. Or like the world is like so niche that there are very few sort of like mega celebrities that people care about yeah i don't think that's a terrible take but i do think it's original like uh i i I, it's the same reason nobody watches the oscars it's just that people Mm. like would tune in to see oh i gotta see what this person's wearing i see what this person's wearing everything is uh just like uh so insular that there are just few people that are sort of like, oh, everybody knows who this person is. Like, uh, there's influencers, there's all these different, like, uh, different people that are from YouTube. And, uh, but there, I think there are very few sort of like, uh, celebrities that are worth following, uh, at, on the TMZ like there was 10 or 15 years ago. Also, if something happens, you'll see it on Twitter. Right. Right. right you, why would you go to TMZ.com now? You really wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to watch the TMZ TV show nightly. Yeah. I, wow. do, like, does, does, is there even still a TMZ TV I show? So. I think it is. I think yeah. it's still on there. What was the best thing you ever saw on TMZ nightly? It used to be funny. Like they used to have like some uh, really g- good sort of like uh, writing, and it would, it, I mean, it would be a witty show. When me and Nicole, uh, when I, we used to eat meals together, uh, we used to like uh, watch it like every night, like on like uh, seven o'clock. Uh, yeah, I think it still exists. I think it's probably the same style of show. I'm, I assume that Harvey guy's still there. I don't think we're going to do this, but I think your point is interesting. And maybe that's why the, nobody watches the Oscars. I think it's also like celebrities. So um, there are people who would like die if like BTS, the band, walked in the same room as them. But like, I don't know their names or what they look like, you know? And then there's mm-hmm. people who like Twitch streamers or YouTubers would be like they're like Tom Cruise yeah. or like Denzel Washington, and we don't know who they are. It's it's just like everyone has their own celebrities, right? Nowadays. And the uh, the whole idea TMZ stands for Thirty Mile Zone, which the idea is that basically everything interesting that's happening in the world of celebrity is happening in a thirty mile circle around uh, Los Angeles, and that the world is just so spread out where that not every like person that you would think is a celebrity is in Los Angeles anymore. And so I just think that they are uh, more irrelevant now than they were where they just had like all the paparazzi going on. Like how many like big restaurants are even open where celebrities are going in and, and, and dying right. and coming out and talking to right. people uh, don't want to be spotted now. Also, even if they are going out to like, Hey, I mean, maybe now, but like for the last year, like don't spot me in some restaurant or whatever you know yeah and so i do think that they've had to get a little more newsy and i also think that you know over the past 10 years we've seen like a big merge between 
uh, news and entertainment also. All right. I think that's actually a pretty good take by Rob. Thank yeah, you. That's true. Um, uh, Felipe, do you have anything else? Yeah, I have a few ideas. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to go back to the John John. I, I thought when he said this week in TMZ, I thought we were going to go back and watch TMZ from like 10 years ago, but I doubt that. Oh, like, I doubt it's streaming on Hulu or anything like that. Yeah, it would that. be hard to find. That's not a crazy idea, but it's pretty funny. Yeah. No, I actually kind of like that. Um, but in terms of the wheel, I have a game show. The I, Rob's done it on RHP, but I don't think you've done it on Renap. The, the $100,000, or in this case, $100, Para Renap Mid. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, could you, uh, give us the pitch? So, uh, do I need to explain the game? Um, no, is there, I mean, is there any sort of uh, Renap twist on it? Uh, maybe like one or two categories, not super big, but like some Renap theme items. Um, and I was thinking that it would be fun to see, cause I think that also explores like, say Rob has this idea of one word. Um, and he's like thrown out and then Akiva at the end is like, what, what, how did you get from here to here okay. with this word? Like, well, why let's try, let's ideas? try this to see if it's interesting on a podcast, because I think that uh, w- the underrated, like visual part of it is that like the audience at home sees True, the yeah. word. So here, let me see if I could look, just look up, uh, a uh, hundred thousand dollar pyramid sample questions paper um no, and see if i have a category that i can run by uncle kiwi to see how interesting it might be okay and so all right we can uh, use another game show on the wheel we yes and i do have well, i do have a, a a pitch for you okay mm-hmm. um all right akiva are you, are you ready yes. felipe could you be our official timer yes how much time on the clock? uh 30 seconds on the clock okay okay um all right 30 let me know when you're ready I'm ready. All right. So, uh, the, uh, count, count, uh, keep it, we're we're going to do... Uh, this is a category uh, that are... These are things associated with a giraffe. Okay. Okay? All right. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you the clues you're going to guess. Okay? All right. Let me... Uh, okay. Just give me... Count me down. Three, two, one. Felipe. Three, two, one, go or three, two, one? Just three, two, one. I'll start. Okay. Three, two, one, go. All right. These are circles that are on its body. Um, what, what is this? The giraffe has circles on its body? Like freckles? Not not freckles, but that these are areas Rings? of dark color on a giraffe. Spots? Yes. Uh, this okay. is the continent they live on. Africa? The, this is uh, the thing they do with their mouth. Uh, chew? Yes. Uh, how they move, uh, similar to a horse. Time. They gallop? Uh, yeah. Okay. Time's up. Um, so there's no visual element here? No visual element. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the pyramid. I just don't know uh, if there's a way to make it uh, a wild podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next one, I don't know how we're going to give it. Um, uh, this is if uh, you have. Uh, okay. Um, this is a condition that uh, people could have hypertension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're guessing. Uh, I'm guessing hypertension. No, this is a, this is a condition that people can have. I believe. Hyper- I don't know. Um, that they they put the cuff on your arm to take your. Um, oh. uh, they put the cuff on your arm to take you away to jail. No, that when you go to the doctor, they put the <laughs> oh, blood thing that's pressure. Yes, blood pressure. Yes. Are you not entertained by this though? I feel like that's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like this, like it just goes and, by so quick. It's thirty seconds. 
Yeah. And the last one, uh, these are the uh, hard parts of their feet. Hooves? Yes, hooves. So that's the $100,000 pyramid. Mm-hmm. So, okay, and, we, do, yeah. we do need a game show, though. I have another game show idea. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the Newly Stand game. So basically the Newlywed game, but with Akiva and Jacob's Biggest Stand playing a game together, like as the couple, and then Rob Jacob's and Biggest Stand? No, Akiva's Biggest Stand, Jacob. Okay. And you, mm-hmm. you're a team. And then Rob and Christina are the other team. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to do Rob's biggest stand as a podcast. Rob, you don't want to do, do it, right? I, I'm not against that. I, that. I feel like that Christina is being like uh, wrongly disparaged. She, she could came make out the finals. Here. She, she was automatically the, 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 the finals. first person to come out here and say, I unapologetically stand Rob. And then mm-hmm. people just like were like, no, no, you're not good enough. You know, you don't, you don't even know. Blah 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 blah. She was the only person that came out and said put, it. Can we put her like automatically in the finals? Like winner faces Christina. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fun podcast. Felipe, what do you think? I mean, I, my the only thing is, I never considered throwing myself in to Rob's mm-hmm. biggest stand earlier because I was like, oh, Rob doesn't, he doesn't like affection. He doesn't, he doesn't want people mm-hmm. to like Who said I he, don't like affection? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I would like, have to experience it to know if I liked it or not, but I think I would like it. Okay, well, uh, then let's do it. Like, if Rob is so down for mm-hmm. this, then let's, let's throw it in. Uh, uh, but, yeah. I just, is it going to be funny, Akiva? I think it'll be very good. I think it'll be really funny. Yeah, if people yeah, want, if people want to apply, yeah, can I make a form and we'll see what kind of response we get? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a sweeps level podcast, Rob. You think it's that good? I mean, I I think it's that good. It's hard for me to imagine that there are that many people that are. I know, so I don't want it to seem like it's coming from you because clearly yeah. it's not. But I guarantee. Listen, we had a lot of people apply to be my, my feeling like, is that uh, that yes. I, that I, I am tolerated uh, at best by the world. No, Rob, you are loved. Well, I'm sure lots yeah. of people only tolerate you or mm-hmm. me or Felipe mm-hmm. or anybody in the world. But I think there are enough people who stand you to make. You only need like twelve to make a podcast, and I think we're going to get. Mm-hmm. Is there a number where if we don't get, you think we shouldn't do it? If we if we don't get three, I feel like. Well, oh, Rob, we're going to get. I, the, I thought you were going to say like a hundred. We're no. going to get. We're going to get. We'll see. Should we take bets on how many we're going to get? Sure. I think we'll get um, over 50. Over 50 for Biggest Stand. Oh, that sounds high. And maybe more. That sounds high. All right, we'll see. If let's Robert see. Let's see what it, I think there's even more. Yeah. All right, I'm, um, I'm making the form this week. Yeah, we'll just clearly well, we'll denote that it's a RHAP, uh, RNAP idea. Okay, fine. I will, so make, I will make clear that it's okay. RNAP idea. Oh, I have one more thing, and then yes. I think we should spin the wheel. Uh, last week's business we have not gotten to yet. Project Greenlight Poll. Oh yes, I didn't even know that went out. Uh, yeah, I, I, I tweeted them back to back. Okay, I sort of forgot all did, week. Did you ta- not? Did you tag me? No. <laughs> See, but Akiva, like, if you don't yeah. tag me, if you, that I I don't feel included. I agree. It was a bad idea. Honestly, it was right before Shabbat. I'm like, oh shoot, I got to get both these out. Mm-hmm. I just tweeted them out. Um, I did make a mistake there. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will tag you going forward. We do have a little bit of a of an issue, though. Okay. So I tweeted at the poll. I was I, I was going to tweet it, and then 
I realized it was going to be, it was like, I was going to have to squeeze it into five tweets, like a poll and then one each for the explainer of what the episode was. Just even two sentences, like, you know, it was going to be five tweets. So I said, I'm just going to make one tweet linking to a Google form and you could vote in there. However, okay. I forgot to turn off, which I usually do the, like, you can only vote once. You have to be signed into Google to vote. So you'd have to, like, be a crazy person who had five different Gmail addresses to vote more than once, you know? Mm-hmm. So a couple people realized that and stuffed the ballot box many times per minute for many minutes for their favorite show. And I saw it happening and I stopped it, but it, it the damage had been done. There was a overwhelming favorite for a small group of people that so much so that they had to try to stuff the ballot box. I assume it was one person they, because all they do is press refresh and vote again. So you could vote 50 times in 10 minutes. Well, easy. which, what, what was the winning idea? Okay. So, the, but the winning idea is very clearly not the winner without the stuffing of the ballot box. Okay. Well, let me, that I almost feel like that if somebody cared that much, this should be the winner, but uh, let me know. So it's interesting. All right. So the four ideas to remind people quickly, Gamble and Dance, Gamble's a police detective. Before Gamble yeah. became a detective, she, he or she was classically trained ballet dancer. Dance the detective with severe gambling addiction. Yes. Work from home. A diverse group of coworkers share the winning ticket for a luxury home or mansion. They're forced to move into the mansion when they have to deal with each other and learn to live together. Ex-best friends, a story about two women who used to be best friends and still something happens to make them not friends anymore. Viewers try to guess what happened to them. That led to the demise of their friendship. And those three are TV shows. The fourth one is a reality show called Two Night Stand or three night stand or we didn't nail somebody that reconnected they wanted to pitch but yeah. i don't think i don't think that's salacious enough it's not salacious enough i agree mm-hmm. ryan scally said i would watch this today if it was on yeah the air. this is a great great idea he knows reality tv scally. and he knows reality tv yeah people think they're going to be set up on blind dates is the idea but they realize they've already briefly met the person they're being set up with ostensibly with on a one night stand. No, right no, no, no 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 that's not what it is it's people who have gone on one date and they, sorry, they like, had they a one night. Up. They had a one night stand, and then yeah. and then we are uh, they are agreeing. Yeah, that's what to, I'm saying. To, they're, yeah. they're going out, but, but they don't think they're going. Person. They don't think they're going on a blind date. They they I are. We we're getting everybody's consent here ahead of time. Of like, hey, I had a right, one okay, night. Fine. I had a one night stand you. with uh, this guy or this girl, and mm-hmm. uh, but you know, I'd like to give it a, a two night stand on this uh, overnight two night like a long weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you want to guess which idea had the ballot box stuffed for it? Um, I'm going to guess uh, it's the w- women uh, who were had a feud. Okay, that's an interesting guess. Uh, Ex-Best Friends did not have anybody stuffing the ballot box for it. The only idea with single-digit percent, 9.6%. Okay. Not really in the running. Came in last place. That one sounds like uh, those two girls from Big Brother 8 who... <laughs> Had beef because of five dollars. Mm-hmm. That 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 what that reminds me of. Okay, do you think that was fake um, in hindsight, Felipe? Knowing what we know about reality TV, do I think it's fake? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. or yeah, they probably were just like two nothing girls is real. In the same school, and it was like, oh, we can push this as right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and now the the third place idea did well for a while, but it is it, either way, whether we eliminate the winner or not, it is not the winner. That's work from home. Okay. For sharing the winning okay. So you're saying that so, Gamble and Dance had the ballot box stuffed? I'm saying that Gamble and Dance Who, had by the ballot dance? box. He's stuffed a dirty up. cop. Yeah, or maybe by Gamble. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, Gamble's on the straight and narrow. Mm-hmm, that's true. Who would stand to gain? Was it the person that pitched Gamble and Dance? I don't think so, honestly. I then mean, who would? God bless them. Yeah. What's the time to. Stuff I mean, the it was box? really like. 
it, it's crazy. How, Who like, else it's would very... stand to benefit? All right, listen to this. 1651 and 51 seconds, 1651 and 58 seconds, 1652 and five seconds. That's seven seconds apart. 1654 and 22 seconds, 1656. Well, this is an easy case to crack. You don't have to be gamble or dance to crack this case. Let's go on Twitter and let's search the, the, uh, quote, gamble and dance. The person who stuffed the ballot box obviously must have also been on Twitter saying like, hey, I think that they should uh, gamble and dance sounds great. Well, I think that's a little tricky because I don't want to I don't want to accuse anybody. Well, if there's only one person that did it. Well, <laughs> let me get to I the bottom of it. Two okay. people, two people okay. tweeting their support. Neither of them are the idea. Um, are they friends of the idea giver? Okay. Let's I see. Wanna, I don't want to accuse anybody. All right. Well, let me just see. So, yeah. all right. Um, I, I noticed two people who tweeted gamble ampersand dance. Uh, let me write it out. I don't think it was Sarah from Sydney, by the way. Uh, and then there were there was one, one person other person. So I think there's it's down to two suspects. Uh, see, now you're really honing in on these people, which is I did not want to do. And neither of them. Listen, it could have been any troll. Well, what's it? I mean, we're not accusing them of a crime. We're just saying they stuffed the ballot box for the vote. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe I'd rather be accused of a crime than stuffing the ballot box for. This just, and I don't think it was Sarah Carrington, although that uh, we did play uh, Patron Mafia with her, and she is a slippery one. Ooh, okay, yeah. So you think she's throwing off the scent by saying I wanted to vote for it, but it was really good, but I didn't vote for it. But really, she's out there stuffing the ballot box. Uh, but I don't think she cares enough to I see. I agree. It's not gamble and dance uh, mm-hmm. produce. So now the question is, what won? Gamble and dance. Nobody's voting for it since I changed it. I mean, it was probably it was going to be, you know, if, if it was going to be lucky to be in third place ahead of X best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think Gamble and Dance would have be worked from home without the ballot box? I don't or? think so. I okay. don't think so, Felipe, because I see like since then, work from home has gotten way more votes than Gamble okay. and Dance. Yeah. No. And so then is that win or does two night stand win? So, I mean, look, I that- left. The yeah. two night stand, that's our original premise. We're it, reality TV adjacent. We need to get Eric Stein on the phone and talk to him. Uh, like, uh, like let's, let's collaborate. Get us a pitch meeting somewhere. We'll start working on a deck. What do we need to do to make two night stand happen? Do we need to start having the listeners write in and tell us about their one night stands? Are we at that point yet? I don't think we're at that point yet. <laughs> I will happily make a pitch deck for y'all. Okay. Yeah. All right. Do the work. Uh, hold on, Felipe. We, we, yeah. well, we haven't gotten the listeners to start <laughs> writing in with their one night stand stories. I just yet. feel like it's very thirsty to like start asking the listeners to send in that. Information. It, that they don't have to if they want to. Well, obviously it's not. Mandatory. Do they want to be Nobody. on the show or not? We're we not going to just so draft are we people. Producing, are we producing this as a podcast? Potentially. Okay. This is a right. this is a million dollar franchise. I agree. I agree. It's a million dollar franchise. So that nobody's denying that. But is it a podcast idea? Who was like, uh, also who pitched who pitched this idea? Was this Rowan? We I have to bring her Rowan. on as an EP. Rowan. 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 Sorry, Rowan. Mm-hmm. I'll speak to Rowan this week. We'll see what we could make it. Uh, yeah. Ironically, her husband married her just to not have to come on the podcast. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. Let's talk to her. Mm-hmm. Well, let's find out at what point do we tell people to start writing in with their one night stand stories. Okay. All right, I'm in. All right. So you were saying that they're the rightful winner. I mean, it's 
it's clear malfeasance. Like the gamble and dance have gotten like three of the last hundred votes since I changed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, look, you write a one night stand story into gamble and dance that actually plot twist gamble and dance actually had a one night stand in college. Now they're partners on the police force. Oops. He's a he's a dirty cop. She's a straight and narrow. All right, suddenly this got a lot more interesting. They're not just on a second date. They're in, in each of their coworkers. Yeah, and, cool. and also he ghosted her after the date. Yeah. So like they haven't spoken since then. Yeah. It's like, here's your new partner. Oops, uh, this is the person that I had a one-night stand with. This is awkward, uh, uh, Captain. Like, well, look, there, there's no procedure for this in the police manual. Uh yeah. All right. So I mean, McGamble Dance is definitely not dead, but I don't think it's the, it's the winner here. Yeah. Well, the that, winner that plot twist just stand. maybe uh, got it a, 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 some more consideration. We could yeah, we could have them sort of investigate like who this person was. Mm-hmm. And if if the person wants to come clean, there's no harm. You didn't do anything wrong. If you want to email privately, I'll keep you anonymous. If you want, come clean and say I was the person who stuffed the ballot box for Gamble and Dance. Yeah. Look, if you're honest about this that we could look the other way <laughs> oh so you're saying if they don't admit it we're coming after them oh with what well we're coming after for what no they're just gonna be they're gonna be banned from voting on in our polls anymore yeah yeah uh, an unofficial polling uh polling ban going forward if you if you don't come clean mm-hmm. yeah okay there you go yeah all right uh i think we're ready to spin the wheel all right um, can i add a whoopee cushion thing or like pitch okay, it oh or sure add. what is um, it Everyone, everybody, is it everyone's hero or everybody's hero? Whoopi, Kush, no, Whoopi Goldberg voices a baseball bat. It's a baseball movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's the baseball bat. She's a stolen baseball bat. Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> is the voice of a stolen baseball bat? Yes. It's a Are you high, Felipe? No, I'm not. I'm very sober. <laughs> um, you can look it up. Everyone's hero. Um, she, it's like. Oh, that's on Disney Plus, right? I don't know if it's on Disney. It's on some streaming service. No, you know what? I I don't. I think it has Yankees in it. Oh, Mm. okay. Right. Everyone's hero. I mean, I could see the Yankees stealing a baseball bat for sure. Yeah. Cork it. A boy, Jake T. Austin, begins a grand journey to return Babe Ruth's baseball bat before the deciding game of the 1932 World Series comes to a close. Okay. Uh, so that's different than the one. Uh, what was the movie that Akiva? Uh, was there like another baseball movie, like cartoon that uh, no one was watching? I don't remember a baseball cartoon. Like an animated the one where then. Sandlot's not a cartoon. That's He's the only yeah. baseball movie I remember seeing him say. Okay. 1932 World Series. So that is the Yankees. Me and my grandfather, um, who was at the 1942 World Series, I remember him telling me, went to yeah. game three of the Yankees Cardinals. He gave up his Jets tickets after 56 years this week, Rob. Why? This was uh, should have given him up uh, after fifty four years. Yeah, or really almost uh, in nineteen seventy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the I, time to get back in. I know, I know. I, I think he figured he's not going to go to all eight games. You know, he can't go in the cold anymore, so yeah. it wasn't worth it. He could just pick and choose games. Okay, but a sad an end of an era. Yeah, I don't think we're doing anything related to the Yankees. Yes. Today, also, uh, it uh, has in the voice cast uh, Rob Reiner as Screwy, a talking baseball who baseball. bickers. Uh, with his counterpart, Darlin. I know there was some uh, Rob Reiner, Carl Reiner uh, yeah, controversy on 32 up. fans this week. Uh, I think on NGOG it started, but yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. There you go. Akiva. Yes. Uh, just one other thing. I got a 60-second uh, commercial for Renap uh, sent in by a potential 
Um, Renat mayoral candidate, no dice, Dan. Uh, yeah. So if uh, if two or three more people want to send commercials, we could maybe greenlight that idea. Okay. But uh, send in your Renat commercial. Felipe, you like that idea? Yes. So this is the commercial that's separate for his mayoral candidacy. Yeah, this is about yes. Renat, not about okay. him becoming yes, this is, the mayor. No, we don't have uh, campaign. campaign ads on Renat. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I like the idea. I will take any ads, honestly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Also this weekend, uh, RIP to uh, Tawny Katane, who uh, Akiva and I uh, once watched her in uh, Seinfeld, and uh, we were uh, trying to potentially recruit her to come onto the podcast. Very sad. Uh, yeah, passed away at 59. Mm-hmm. I think she responded to us, if I'm not mistaken, right? Did uh, I, I think that that would be uh, a notable fact I would remember. It, didn't she like respond and say, like, what the hell is this or something? <laughs> I don't believe so. I thought she was like. I believe we made on? a concerted effort to try to reach her. Uh, okay. I don't. I don't believe uh, that we did get a response. Uh, but mm. yeah, very very sad. Uh, only fifty nine. Tawny Katane. Oh yeah, I see. Four, uh, Four retweets, eleven likes, but not from Tawny. I wrote, "You were so, you were so hilarious in the Seinfeld episode, The Nose Job. You should have been in more episodes. We really liked her. Yeah, yeah, we liked her. We thought uh, maybe she'd want to come on and talk about it. But did she respond? Uh, Tawny did not respond. No, no. Um, all right. Uh, let's take a look at what is currently on the wheel for episode number uh, 133. Uh, season 3, episode 7. Uh, the coin flip. Uh, the crappy movie diaper. People's Choice. Uh, the sequel mechanism. Uh, Rob and Akivi get trekked. Sex and Akivi. Felipe, uh, are you uh, pumped up for Sex and Akivi? Uh, I have never watched Sex and the oh. City, but I'm excited to hear you discuss. Yeah. Um, I am looking forward to that episode. Yeah. By the um, way, Akiva, Sex in the City is a sitcom. Oh, yeah. Okay. Listen, like the kid, not every, not everything I say could be accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, guest choice. Uh, cheaters. Uh, life size, the price I say, Taurus season. Have we moved past Taurus season? No, it's still Taurus oh, season. It's still Taurus season. Thank you. Okay. Um, Taskmaster. Uh, get soapy. Uh, the white mm-hmm. wedding, the song of the summer two, and peeved off are not eligible for not next eligible week. This week, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Those are the rules. All right. So, uh, here is uh where we are at. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, launch the wheel for episode number one thirty three. Here we go. So one thirty three. Here, here it comes. Gonna be. Oh, oh, uh, this is going to be the crappy movie diaper. Okay. Have not been there. What was the last bad movie we watched, Rob? Uh, was it? Right? Well, yeah. Was it with uh, Ed and uh, the. Has it been that long? I Dunstan mean, that's, that's, checks in. That's 2020. Kazam mm-hmm. wasn't in the crappy movie. Diaper, Ape right? Crazy Nights. Yeah. yeah. Kazam was on the wheel, I think. <laughs> yeah. Was yeah. Kazam on the wheel or was Kazam maybe also? No, Kazam was in the crappy movie diaper too. Mm hmm. Yeah, so that's begin. That's January. Okay, so it's been four months. Yeah, so it's been a minute. All right, so Akiva, how are we doing this? All right, we have six things in the crappy movie diaper. First of all, we have Mac and Me that's been there, been on yeah. the you know the, as long as anything else in on the whole podcast. Hey, Felipe, did waiting. you notice that uh, we we have we haven't watched a crappy movie in a while? I didn't say High School Musical. <laughs> Cut that out. That's not fair. I didn't. I, I didn't say that. <laughs> It's a great movie. Yeah. Great movie. Okay. We got Mac and Me, Cats, 
Theodore Rex, that's the whoopee cushion. Mm-hmm. Weekend at Bernie's 2, chairman of the board with Car- We hate ourselves. Like, we legitimately <laughs> hate ourselves. I would love to watch with- any of these. I, this is the Eric, strongest. The, is very the strong. crappy is very movie strong. diaper is dummy thick right now. It is. Is the B movie in the crappy movie diaper? No. 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 And, no. And, and Super Mario Brothers. And so, yeah, Super Mario the Bob Brothers. Hoskins uh, Super Mario Brothers. Dummy thick. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Okay. Thick. Now, There's no dummy. I don't duds. have any little kids. I don't have any diaper. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to randomly assign each movie a number. Mm hmm. We, uh, we, we don't have a dice. Sorry, yeah, Dan. We don't have a dice. Um, do you have a die lying around, Felipe? Uh, no. No, okay. I'm sure there's so some signed, online. There's random.org. There's yeah, well, here, let's. There's, I'm sure there's online. You dice. Do online dice. Yeah. Okay. If you could find online dice, we could uh, okay. do that easily. If not, I dice have a, roller, a random.org. Akiva okay. has his set for a, the twenty-sided uh, dice that he uh, usually uses for his uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. Yes, okay. <laughs> Stratomatic has twenty-sided dice. Yes, okay. Roll one virtual dice. Let me just make sure that this works. Roll. All right. Uh, and okay. Wait, wait. Can I can I make a rule? Sure. Can we have it that the first thing comes up twice with the dice as the winner? Sure. Okay. All right. So okay. here we go. So whatever here, idea uh, comes up two times is the way. Makes us make it suspense. All right. So then, so then, just keep it one to six. One to six, and then it's yeah. Mac and me, okay. cats, Theodore Rex, Bernie, Chairman, Super Mario. One. All through right. Six. Here's uh, roll number one is a six. Six. That's Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Needs one more, and it's and that's what we watch next week. Roll number two is a one. Mac and me. Okay. It's like crap. All right. See if you mm-hmm. can hit the point. Um, all right. Six. Roll number three is a five. Chairman of the board. All right. Roll number four is a four. <laughs> wow. Weekend of Bernie's. We have four different things that, if they come up, are the winner. All right. Cats can't get any love. What is this? this is the fifth roll. Roll number five roll. is a six. Super Ooh. Mario Brothers. Yes. The Bob Hoskins. Super uh, famously terrible Super Mario Brothers. All right, I'm excited to watch that. What year is this? 1991. Um, Super Mario Brothers 93. Okay. 4.1 IMDb. Oof. Yeah, and what's the Rotten Tomatoes? Um, I don't. I probably very bad. Yeah, this is from the Guardian in uh, 2018. The stench of it stays with everybody inside the Super Mario Brothers movie. Do you know who plays L- Luigi? Uh, John Leguizamo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's too good for too good for that. What is you doing, <laughs> yes. John? Uh, and uh, with Dennis Hopper also. Uh, it Wario has a tw- in this movie? It has a 29% no, Wario. audio, War- audio Wario score. wasn't born yet. <laughs> yeah, no Wario. 29% audience score, uh, only 24% critic. Yeah. Maybe we'll love it. Okay. I don't know. All right. So there you go. Uh, that is uh, Super Mario Brothers. I've never seen it, I don't think. I think it used to be Me on either. HBO a yeah. lot when I was, uh, and even as like a huge Nintendo nerd, I was like, ah, this looks terrible. You know who the bad guy is in the movie? The um, big bad? Is it Bowser? Oh, King Koopa? It's King Koopa, yeah. No mm. Bowser. Oh, there is a Bowser, but it's King Koopa's the big bad guy. I think. Yeah. 
Okay. This might be a discussion for next week, but do you think they should reboot it in the style of Sonic? And like, if they can reboot it, make it better? Or do you think... By Sonic, you mean like, make a commercial, have the entire internet go so insane (laughs) that they have to reshoot the whole movie? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Well, this this is a completely live action film. There is no CGI. uh, I don't believe whatsoever. Okay. There you go. Uh, Maybe I'll get my kids to watch it with me and see what they say. Mm -hmm. They'll be be furious. Yeah, it'll be awful. But... uh, (laughs) Yeah, only up to go for Mario since then. Honestly, all right, there you go. All right, um, and that is uh, this week's Robin Community podcast. All right, uh, Felipe, uh, what a busy podcast week for you. I know, I know, it's been very exciting. I got to talk about another Troy who loves, who has a secret love of dancing and musical theater. Yes, um, over on Community Building, which should drop on Tuesday in the main feed, and if you're a patron, it dropped today. Um, and then, yeah, just casually talking about scooby-doo movies and other nonsense eddie's million dollar cook-off uh phineas and ferb uh lots of shenanigans and then you can follow me on twitter for more shenanigans uh at what the fleep okay what do you think the response is going to be to high school musical discussion today again as i've been saying people need to be chill be calm i already saw some sarah ferguson and Chappelle woke up and chose violence about what by saying they they had a like apparently they had an hour long clubhouse just talking about how the movie's a great movie. I think mm-hmm. I think they they were trying to. It they basically said, tweeted it was a great basically movie. Tweeted, like why do people like this movie? It's Ooh. it's horrible. Yeah, okay. I think I th- forget Puya and Mike. I want to see Matt Lagorian. He Chappelle likes the heat though. Compete. Yes, yeah. he does. Uh, it is he is an Aries after all. Mm-hmm. But, um, I just people be chill and respect people's opinions. Sarah Ferguson said it was a great movie too. She said it was a great movie. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, but let's see, let's see, maybe, maybe sometime we can see if we can get the sequel, hopefully depending on audience reception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it all depends on the audience. The audience decides yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, and also just to, just to talk to Christina, you did not ruin clubhouse. Clubhouse is still popping. Uh, Rob's just taking a step back, I believe. I think Clubhouse is like uh, two days from being canceled, basically. <laughs> yeah, We're trying I, to bring I it haven't back. been on it much of late, but I've also been doing nothing except for doing stuff uh, to try to move out of my house and podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sarah Ferguson is the the current TMZ. She tells us all about the celebrity gossip on uh, mm-hmm. Fridays in the Clubhouse room. Yeah, yeah. I had to take a break from painting uh, this room to uh, do this podcast. There you go. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm honored that you did that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited to watch Super Mario Brothers with you next week. Yeah. Giva, what's coming up for you? Uh, NGOG got released late this week. So that's just dropped. And that's uh, it just uh, me and Ali, a two hander. We, we uh, had a fun time. And then 32 fans. We, Is that uh, the we, podcast jargon for no guest? Yeah. Two hander, no guest. I've never heard that before. Well, I think it's like um, it's. I don't Is that think an inside joke? Podcasts. No, it's not an inside joke. I think it's like an industry term. If two people are like the star of something, it's a two-hander. I think it's like one of those old-school variety terms. Okay, like two people write it together. It's a two-hander, and then um, and then uh, thirty-two fans. We uh, drafted uh, the next ten years of NFL players. Chester and I. The next ten years of NFL players. Like we did. Like all right, who's going to be like uh, you know. Who's going to be the best players over the next 10 years? We did a draft. You took Zach Wilson, number one? 
I, I Zach Wilson went pretty late. I I didn't want to get my hopes invested in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Pat, I took Pat, Pat Mahomes at one. We also did on the Patreon. We did uh, we went over the top hundred sitcoms of all time list yeah. and uh, went through that. Yeah, I, I listened to it. Uh, yeah, um, him him not on it. We we trashed him him a few weeks ago, and then yeah. they agreed with us. It didn't even make the top hundred. Phineas and Ferb was on it though. Phineas and Ferb was on it. Yeah, my son's got very into Phineas and Ferb. Uh, he watches it taste. all the time. We love the taste. <laughs> all right. And then, of course, uh, plenty more on Rob has a podcast. Uh, you know what we're doing. Survivor Top 40 Countdown continues. I'm uh, going to watch Survivor Marquesas this week. Finished uh, Survivor Vanuatu Akiva. Do you believe? Uh, yeah, I've watched 18 seasons of Survivor here in 2021. But I guess that's not that impressive because Chester did uh, way more than that, right? Yeah. Eight, I mean, 18 is a lot. But um, think of it this way. You have the majority of them still to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot. Wait, did he watch all 40 in, in one, like a couple months span? Yeah, he watched all 40 in probably like four months or five months or something. Mm-hmm. Like but that. he didn't do a podcast it's, it's hard, after each one. It's hard to remember real time during the pandemic. But my impression is, yeah, like he started at the beginning of the pandemic and he made it through the summer. He finished. Mm-hmm. Okay. He wasn't moving or recording for our podcast for each one, though. Right. Or working, probably. But yeah. Right. Right. Or or watching my kids while my wife goes to goodbye party after goodbye party <laughs> after goodbye party. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it could be worse. You could be invited to the party. I guess so. <laughs> and you'd have to be there and pay babysitter and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, interact with people in yeah. person. All right. Uh, so uh, we'll be back uh, next week. Uh, Super Mario Brothers uh, movie coming up. Episode 133. Uh, in the meantime, uh, let's uh, hear from a man who saw a number of the top 100 sitcoms of all time and watched 40 seasons of Survivor in a very short span uh, who will quietly put you to sleep. Here is Chester with our closing theme song to Men in Black. Take care, everybody. Bye. Here come Men in Black. Is Men in Black a musical? Do they sing the song in the movie? I don't even remember. I don't think so. Maybe over the credit. That's not a musical. Stay asleep. When you wake up, make sure to subscribe to Robin and the Podcast and leave us five stars on iTunes or Spotify. Shh.